0: What's happening, everybody? Welcome back. It's Friday night to the over-under. I'm your host, Harry the Greek. Tonight's show, we're going to call it the Greek Compete. That's right. We got Peter Blake from the sports web going to be joining us this evening. Man, what a week to talk about. Some really exciting games. And you know what? There was a really anticipated game yesterday between the Jets and the Colts. Could anybody believe I would say that the Jets was an anticipated game? But it was because everybody wanted to see the kid Mike White play. Local kid down here in Florida from USF played really well, was a fifth-round draft pick, if I'm not mistaken, maybe even him in a fourth-round draft pick to the Dallas Cowboys. Made his way around the league, ended up in New York. I mean, you never know what you have. You never know what you have in a quarterback. 400 yards in his first official start. Second most of anybody's first start in the National Football League we got a lot of things to talk about this evening. I'm not going to tell you it's going to be a great show of 500 times because that's just not me. I think it's going to have a lot of good content. This show is going to be designed about giving really good picks out this weekend. This weekend, I'm going to give you some good picks. I've been on a heater the other way around. I went two and four last week. I will take my lumps. But let me tell you a story. It'll never be like it was last year. I picked almost 88% against the spread. Are you kidding me? I don't know anybody that went 88% just picking games without the spread, let alone going to the spread. This year, it's not quite like that. I'm 27-15-1. and one. My losses are starting to accumulate a little bit, and I'm kind of getting away from what I normally do. I've always believed in home underdogs. I even get caught into the traps of the sexy games where the you know, the favorites are going to win in cover. Shouldn't do it. Shouldn't do it. We're going to go over quite a few games I do like this week, and I think we're going to go ahead and make some money. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the NHL, what's going on with the Chicago Blackhawks. I am going to absolutely love to talk about the Green Bay Packers this evening with Aaron Rodgers and what I think about it. And hopefully we're going to be able to hear what you think about it as well. You can go ahead and post a comment if you like. We're going to read it live on the air. And, you know, if you have a question for the Greek repeat, right at the bottom of the screen, we're taking live phone calls at 727-320-5866. That's 727-320-5866. I'm your host, Harry the Greek. I'm going to bring my co-host in right now because he's the co-host with the absolute most. Mr. Peter Blake, how you doing from the sports web, Peter? What's happening, brother? Let's
1: have some fun. Come on, guys. Let's have some fun.
0: Without question. I do want to have some fun. Peter, what did you think of that game yesterday? I'm going to jump right into it. What did you think of that game with Indianapolis? I mean, they were such huge favorites. They did end up covering. But let me ask you a question. Yeah. Do they cover if White plays that game? They lost by 15, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Yeah, Josh Johnson, uh former quarterback of the XFL Tampa Bay Buccaneers, various teams came in, performed pretty well besides of course the last drive with the interception, but I was looking forward to seeing white the way he uh produced and way he played versus a Cincinnati Bengals team that look was uh it was the talk of the National Football League after their stunning win over the Baltimore Ravens for them to be disappointing. So I was looking forward to seeing white play. And I think you're right. If white would have played in that game, uh, I think he would have been a little bit closer than it was, honestly.
0: Without question. You know what we're going to do, Peter? What's that? I am going to go ahead and get some of these out of the way. I would love to go ahead and take care of a couple of the commercials so that 1252 sports can go ahead and pay the bills. First, we're going to be back in exactly
2: 60 seconds.
3: Or just come for a cozy atmosphere to enjoy a good conversation with a friend, loved one, or complete stranger. Nick and Ivy makes you feel right at home no matter what the occasion is. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook by searching for Nick and Ivy Brewing Company. Visit our website for our up-to-date tap list or to go shopping on our online store at nickivybrewing.com. That's N-I-K-I-V-Y brewing.com. Come in today for fresh brewed beer born and raised in Lockport, Illinois.
4: Real estate is hot right now, and you need an attorney to handle all of this. My guy, Mark Ferrardi does this all day long. He's a straight shooter. There's no fancy language, he's just to the point, and he and his team get the deal done. There's no BS. He also does estate planning, trusts, wills, and power of attorney. He has great reviews up and down the board from a ton of happy clients. For him and his big team, they're all just down to earth and normal people as much as he is. You will not be disappointed you went with him. He's located in Homer Glen and New Lenox and handles real estate all over Illinois. There's no place too far, so give him a call today at 708-942-8030. Again, that's 708-942-8030 or look him up online at Mark Ferrardi & Associates.
0: welcome back everybody thank you for let me go ahead and play a couple of commercials over there i'm harry the greek welcome to the over under we're going to go ahead and get a couple of comments out of the way and the first one says i hate the wicked witch but i respect his stance (laughs) nobody should be forced to get a vaccine to do their job i'm surprised the nflpa didn't stand up against the mandate you know i i have to tell you I, i already know exactly who they're talking about and it's not Cole Beasley. It's from just north in Chicago, from the Devil's Playground itself in a place called Green Bay. I mean, seriously, that's what I call the Devil's Playground. We're going to talk about that in a few minutes. Every show in this network is great. I love it. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. This is how we go ahead and grow. So do me a favor. Take a moment. Hit the like button. Share this on your platform and share it in Messenger to your friends. Encourage them to come to 1252 Sports so they can go ahead and like the shows, such as, uh, such as the Over Under or you know Fat Mike Show on Wednesday night, Fred Hubner's on Monday night, and my brain's just not working because they have all kinds of shows on this. I should have that like little cue card over here for me to read from, but as it is, it's a very organic show, but don't forget to hit the like button. Troy Polamalu, King Troy himself. I've been telling everyone the Bucks are overrated. Troy, you're on the perfect network to go ahead and shine that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: start Mike White the go- start Mike White the goat. Cut Wilson the bust. Oh God, that's that's pretty hold, bad, bro. That's on, pretty I gotta,
5: bad. I gotta do
1: this.
2: <laughs>
1: Shut up. I mean, already, he's he's already a bust because he got hurt behind that god-awful offensive line the Jets have. He's already a bust.
2: Yeah,
0: you know what? What the hell happened to Indy's defense? But we're going to talk about that in a minute. We're just going to get through a couple of the comments. I'm going to go ahead and bring my other guest in. Yeah. Christopher Cole. Chris, how you doing down here, sir? Thank you so much for tuning in. You are always, always, always welcome to go ahead and post comments. It's great. Christopher Cole says Jets lost their mojo when Mike White went down. You know, not bad. You're correct. They were getting their break speed off of them. But, hey, man, they ended up scoring 30 points with Josh Johnson. I seem to know a mutual friend of Peter, me, and a few other people that posted something in Facebook today and made a really disparaging comment about Mike White saying, why is he even in the league? This was his stats in all the 15 years. Well, he threw for 300-some yards, three touchdowns, and a pick. Those were pretty good numbers against a really, really good Indianapolis defense. Alan Bratcher says, much love, my friend. Great show. Thanks, Alan. Thanks for tuning in. Without further ado, I am going to go ahead and bring the proprietor, the man, the myth, the legend, the potty mouse himself, the mouth of the north, not the south, Mr. Fat Mike. How you doing? What's
4: brother? up, everybody? Thank you for having me on. Peter, Harry, thank you again. I appreciate it. What's going on, buddy? How you doing? What's going on? What's going on? Listen, Josh Johnson killed it the other night, though, like legit. Yeah, I, I like what, what i seen out of Josh Johnson. Mike White, listen, it wasn't 300 yards, Harry. It was 400 yards. I know. It was 400 yards, from Mike, 400 yards from Mike White. 400 yards from that guy.
0: The second most yardage by a quarterback starting in the National Football League for his very first game. And listen, I'm going to bring in two people, but it's only one screen because he comes with two personalities all the way down here in Tampa, Florida, Mr. Michael D'Angelo, and I'll bet you'll be able to guess who his second personality is. Michael, welcome to 1252 Sports. Welcome to the over-under. It's been a while, and it's been a long time, my friend. How are you?
6: I'm doing great, Harry. Thanks for having me on. It's fantastic being here. You know, I love you. You're great. You're great. Fat Mike, you're great, Steve. Hey, Peter, great to meet you. It's all just, I'm going to drink one for you guys. Good to meet you
2: all.
0: (laughs) Now that's how we roll on 1252 Sports. on the (laughs) over-under.
6: What's up, Harry? How you doing, man?
0: Uh, my I brother, I'm doing guys. really good, man. I've been pretty blessed just uh, jumping around from platform to platform. Nobody loves me anymore, man. They just, like, kick me off for some reason. I'm only kidding you, man. It, it's it, Everything has been going pretty good. I I found a little bit of a home over here. Love Fat Mike. Love hanging out with my boy, Peter. I love having special guests on here. And you know what? Everybody knows I have Chicago roots and ties. So I really wanted to be a little bit closer to home, even though I'm mm-hmm. 1,250 miles away, which, Alan, I know you're watching. I am going to absolutely torture you on your shows in about oh another month and a half or so because I'm going to be sitting poolside with Peter Blake and maybe Michael D'Angelo having a barbecue, showing the live cam with the TV outside and all the guys watching football outside while Uh, you guys are sitting in the house getting nosebleeds because you got that dry (laughs) heat kicking and going like this. Now, there's one person in here that likes it because I swear he's a frigging vampire. Okay. And his name is Fat Mike. The yeah. darker, the better. The yeah. colder, the better.
4: Yes. Oh, and I'm speaking of nosebleeds. I literally got one like an hour and a half ago. I'm not even joking, you. I'm sitting there on my couch. I'm like, oh shit, what the fuck? And I'm sitting there. I'm <laughs> dripping from my nose, just blood <laughs> just gushing from my uh, from my uh, traumatic brain bleed that I had because my finger was too far up my face. But you know that's what that's what happens. But then you know, honestly, nobody's gonna have the better view than me next Wednesday. Or I'm sorry, not next Wednesday, the Wednesday after that. So what day is that? That's going to be help me out here, guys. What is two weeks? What uh November 17th. Nobody's gonna have a better view than me. I'm gonna have the best view ever. I'm gonna be down on my honeymoon in Punta Cana oh. hanging out in the Dominican Republic. That's even better than Florida, Harry. Hey bro. Wow. Out there. No, no, Congratulations. No, bro. <laughs>
0: Punta Thank Cana you. is not that far away, but you know what? If I wanted to, I would just grab my boy sitting just below me. Tell him where you're from, brother. Where your family's from?
6: We're a Cuban, baby. So you oh, know, anytime you want to, you want to go to the islands, man. I'll well, do they
4: do they have a do they have a car from 1980 on?
6: <laughs> on the in the on the island, or
4: yeah, do they have a car from like nineteen eighty? Are they 1940s? still with Like the they'll, they'll, yeah.
6: they'll roll with the nineteen forties. Yeah, and so on. you
4: know You know what's funny though? It's it's amazing like that those cars still even work and they're still up to like tip top shape and like no body damage or anything like that. They're no, it's not like what is it? What is that called when it's like the rust special patina? Isn't that what it's called? Patina, right? Yeah, it's like, amazing. So it, they don't...
6: well because with the limited resources, you got to really make it last. All right, so. No shit. You know, unfortunately they, they there's not much down there for you know for my people, but um I mean they gotta do what they can and you know somehow they, they make it work, they make it last, and
4: it's magic. They do they do have a damn good cigar down there, I will say. Yeah, oh my know, god, Jeff.
0: Yes. But you know what, Mike? Hold on, hold on. You like cigars, and I know that I do. I love cigars. Tampa is famous for their cigars.
4: Well, they have what what is that what do they what, the tepetro the, the te cubano, right? Isn't that like, that's one of the things that are down there. The tepetro cubano. Uh, I don't know what that means. I don't know. I'm not a, I don't speak Spanish or, or Cuban or I'm, I'm, <laughs> Mike. Mike always told t- t- not Mike, just Spanish. but, uh- no. <laughs> okay well I'm, I, thank I know, you i don't I speak
6: cuban no
4: i, I don't no, but speak mr d'angelo always said chupa
0: right. me something i don't know what that meant but i i don't Chuba know that that uh, years years. I, talk like that I don't very, know what it means i'm a greek it, i have like, no idea mother
4: my, or something like that right It
6: just it basically means like i love you you know it's just
4: yeah, like, a, uh, <laughs> yeah. i love your no, mother no, <laughs> I love your mother intimately. And go fuck yourself. Yeah. What Zach Wilson
0: was never our franchise quarterback,
4: Robert Sala Troy, I don't know if he actually said that. Yeah, no, they, did, that's actually. bullshit. He never said that.
1: Yeah, he never if said If he said that. that
4: fucking today, he'd be fired.
1: Here, here you go. Uh Mr. Uh, Trollbag right there. <laughs> Shut up.
4: Alan Bratcher
0: says Florida gets him straight from Cuba. What you trying to say, I Alan?
6: A, I know a guy. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, <laughs> I know a guy. Plenty of
4: guys a
0: guy? out there. And, and then Alan gives us his little uh, smiley emoji. <laughs> you know what? We're done with the nonsense. Let's how about talking about making some money? Because I tell you what, I have not been this cold since I left Chicago, and that's been a long time ago. Two weeks in a row, man.
4: I'm telling you, I'm four and eight in the last two weeks. That's horrible. Horrible. <laughs> I'm putting the pressure on you. I'm gonna put the pressure on you, man. I'm betting with your picks this week.
0: Well, you should, because 27 and 15, you know, it's still a really, really good average. I mean, I know people that can't pick games 27 and 15, let alone going going again. You know, going with the spread. And I'm not trying to brag. I'm very, I'm often, often, often imitated, but trust me, I'm not duplicated. I will rise above trust me the cream does rise to the top these picks are going to be really good this week I got some good deep picks and we have the 88 percent rule is going to come up in a couple of uh, in a couple of games tonight we're going to talk about that I'm sure everybody kind of remembers what the 88 percent rule but don't forget to tune in because usually 88 percent of the time you don't even have to pick a side you just pick the 88 percent rule and 88 percent of the time you are going to win Let's talk about the first game. It's a real barn burner. The Houston Texans at the Miami Dolphins. How in the world is Miami only a a five-and-a-half-point favorite? Is this another trap game?
4: Another question. How is this even a fucking game? I I understand that. 46-and-a-half is a total. Wherever both these teams are at, just send a nuclear warhead to because both these teams (laughs) fucking blow.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. And I'm going to go to Texas in this game. And in Texas, we're going to El Paso. I am not playing this game. Michael, do you like this game?
6: Um, I think it's going to be interesting because I think Tyrod Taylor is going to be back for this game. So um, he's been out for six weeks, and I think he's finally clear of his hamstring injury. So,
0: um, but he was cleared last week, and they still played Davis Mills.
6: Oh, I didn't know he was clear last week. All I, all I heard uh, it was good for this week, but Davis Mills obviously is not the answer for right now, so they definitely need to put Tyrod Taylor in. I would say it was a blowout if Mills was in but I think it's going to be a competitive shit uh, bowl of a game.
0: Okay, absolutely. Thank you for your comment on that. Peter Blake, How about, what do you think of this game as you're sitting there laughing? you want to go to Texas with me, or do you want to pick a side?
1: Uh, I think I'm going to go to Texas, but I agree with Mike. This is definitely a, a game that uh, uh, you would probably go ahead and go to sleep through. I guess the storyline would be how disappointing the Miami Dolphins are, and of course how they've been in trade talks with Deshaun Watson. They didn't make the trade. At the deadline, Miami should win this game, but who knows? Houston's been playing tough. I'm definitely yes, they have. on this.
0: And we already know where Fat Mike thinks about it. He <laughs> yeah. just wants to drop a missile
4: on the both of them. Yeah, so- honestly, it should be a nuclear testing ground out there. Like, make, mark this up as the new Chernobyl because Remember this game Joe sucks.
1: Dirt? Remember Joe Dirt? Where the thing comes out of the airplane, that's a meteor.
4: I got the poop on
1: me. I got a meteor. That's a frozen piece of poopy.
4: <laughs> that's oh a big God. old poopy. <laughs> no, Michael, honestly, give we- me the Spanish <laughs> accent. I'm going what? to El Paso. Tell <laughs> with, everybody. With this game, honestly, honestly, with this game, the team that I'm more more leaning towards is Miami. Uh, Devontae Parker coming back is a big, yeah. a big get. The Houston defense running defense is atrocious. And I expect a big game for Miles Gaskin this weekend. I personally mm-hmm. am going to play this off out of my parlay as a Miami Moneyline game for the win.
0: Wow. Okay. And, Michael, where am I going to this game?
6: Oye, homes, we're going to go right with the Texans. You know, we got to – I'm going to pull some family from the border, and we're all going to sneak in because they're going to be distracted with that game. We're going to bring everybody, familia. <laughs> we're all coming to Houston, baby.
4: We're getting canceled. Yeah, I know. We're getting canceled. <laughs> FYI, just nothing's, FYI. Like, nothing's like, an Italian, nothing's, like nothing, nothing's like an Italian. Nothing's like an Italian last name speaking Vato Locos forever, Holmes. Hey, no, right? no,
0: seriously, Holmes. He's from Cuba.
1: Odele, arriba la raza.
0: Oh God, we are <laughs> getting <laughs> get Locos, Holmes. There
6: we go. I'm just, we're just, I'm just expanding the horizon here. You know, we got to.
0: The opinions Gosh, and views from the panel do not quick. necessarily express <laughs> and concerns the opinions of 1252 sports and the over under Harry the Greek. For <laughs> the next game, another game. This is a barn burner. The Buffalo Bills at the Jacksonville Jaguars. 14 and a half point favorites on the road. Totals 48 and a half points. Keep it clean, Mr. Fat Mike.
4: <laughs> Who do you like? I like the Buffalo Bills with the points in this game.
0: So you're gonna like them 14 and a half points Yes. Favorites. Yes. You like yes, the over or
4: under? Uh what's the what's it set at?
0: Forty-eight and a half.
4: If I had to, I'd I'd push the over.
2: Okay.
4: Honestly, okay. if I had to, I'd push the over. But I, I I love Buffalo with the points in this game. I think they're gonna absolutely downright smoke them. Uh James Robinson is questionable again this week with a heel injury that I saw. And listen. For a running back with a heel, that's tough. <laughs> You're a running back. You need your feet, right? You know, and what's a heel a part of? It's part of your foot. He's questionable with a heel. It's gonna be a tough game. I like Buffalo with the points and the over. Wow. President Trump.
6: <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're gonna take the bills on this one. New York's been great. Buffalo, Buffalo's in New York. Not too many people know that. I know that. I have a map. So listen, <laughs> we're gonna take under the points though because buffalo's defense is a real numero uno for my spanish people out there so taking bills <laughs> under the 48.
0: wow that was really good insight pros to read those locals forever <laughs> <laughs> Raza, go ahead
1: uh i guess i'm gonna take buffalo in this game i'm definitely not taking jacksonville i had them in an upset i don't know what i was thinking against seattle so I like Buffalo in the over with the points. So Buffalo.
0: Wow. The Greek says, I'm going to Texas. And Angelo, what does Texas mean? <laughs>
2: <Is we laughs> it's locals? really Grand big. Rams. Rams.
6: <laughs> Texas is it's a great peak, man.
0: <laughs> I'm going to El Paso. That's where I'm going, El Paso. There's no play from the Greek. I'm not giving this no, game out. West, this I is is do like Buffalo a little bit My- Hang on, I do like Buffalo a little bit, minus 14 and a half. But if I really was backed into a corner, Buffalo's in trouble this week, guys. I can explain if you really want to know. Yeah. You win the game, but they are not going to cover the 14 and a half. And so does Bandit. Bandit loves loves Jacksonville this week.
1: Why Jacksonville this week? Because I fell into a last week.
0: I'm going to tell you why. Because Buffalo has been a little mediocre on defense lately. They came out like gangbusters game two, three, four, and 5. These past couple of weeks have not been very good defensive. Well, it's
4: because oh, Urban Meyer sticking his thumb up some broad's ass and fucking since he got caught doing that, I, it's been downhill since. Allegedly. 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 There's video. There's pictures of it. I understand He's that. Just, just
0: like, you don't Anyone, understand, you know. We we Didn't had twelve. Next
1: game after that, I he love did. this guy. He did win in London. That's right. So maybe yeah. he should do that more. I mean, maybe yeah. that's the reason why.
4: Maybe did it. next week, two thumbs in right. a rest. I mean, he you did know?
1: it after a
0: long. Don't get excited, Michael. Okay, <laughs> it's my cat. You are not eating this cat.
4: <laughs> look at that pussy on the screen. I tell you. <laughs> No, yes, if yet. I was to
0: go, if I was to pick one way, you know what I mean? I am going to give one pick out here and you have to make only a small position, take Jacksonville with the points at home. I would personally wait till game time. Cause I think you're going to get it all the way up to 16, maybe even 16 and a half points. That's a lot of points in a division game. Truly it is.
4: If it goes to 16, and 16 and a half, I, I would, I would go the other way. Right.
0: Troy Palomalu says, do you think the Portsmouth Spartans, better known as the Detroit Lions, will win against America's team, the Steelers? Actually, uh, the Detroit Lions do not play the Steelers this week, Mr. (laughs) Troy. It is the Chicago Bears that are playing the Pittsburgh Steelers, which we are going to talk about that game later, but that's a great, great, great comment. Thank you. And if you have a question or comment for the panel or the Greek compete, dial 727-320-5866, 727 320 Five eight six six. I'm your host, Harry the Greek, along with Mr. Michael D'Angelo and President Trump. Fat Mike, the man, yeah. the myth, the legend himself, and my co-host, the Greek Pete.
4: I I, uh, I liked that, the Greek and Pete. That was that was nice. Greek. That was catching really, I like that.
0: You know, Harry's not a Greek cool. name, but Peter is. And Peter I mean, is so it, far away from being it. That's like
6: right. The, Petra? You got a Greek
1: Peter, yeah.
0: Not yeah, Peter. Peter or Harry Peter, get it? <laughs> ah, Peter. Ha, ha. I had to get it out of the way.
1: <laughs> that Mike, that's that's the reason why we do all this now.
0: <laughs> Game three, gentlemen, the Raiders at the New York Giants. The Raiders are a three-point favorite at the Giants, and say hello to Bandit, pussy. and he's just gonna lay right slap in the front of me, and I can't do jack crap about it. Right, job, I am baby. so sorry, man. You can
4: swear, Harry. You can swear. Get no, that I cannot. Okay, I'm have... going to say the word. Shit.
0: Anyway, 46 <laughs> and a half. 46 and a half is the total here. Michael, who do you like here in this game? Or if you don't like it, just say, I'm going to go to Texas.
6: I'm going to Paso. I mean, this game, it's, it's going to be interesting to watch because I liked how the Giants, they feel like they're right there. I mean, against the Chiefs, I know the Chiefs' defense is putrid and they suck, but the Giants' team, they got – they're they're almost there. They're, they're about to start clicking, I, I feel like. And then you got the Raiders, but that's a lot of mess. You know, whether you want to say you're focused on football or not, what happened, you know, the, the tragic accident, you know, I mean, it's just heartbreaking, honestly, but I think the team's going to be – there's too much distraction around them. So I if I had a pick, I'd go with the Giants on this one.
0: Perfect, Fat Mike.
4: This is one of those trap games I feel. Uh, honestly, I feel like this is one of those trap games Danny Dimes can come out and honestly, the way Oakland's been playing lately, I can see the Giants winning this game outright over 3 points by a touchdown because this team is so hit or miss. The Giants drive me absolutely insane. I this is this is the reason why I hate every single New York sports team. Because they're so unpredictable. They really are. But I'm going to take the Raiders in this game minus the three and a half with the under on the points.
0: It's actually minus three, so you like the under. You don't think the Giants are going to score. No Saquon Barkley.
4: It right. doesn't look like well, no. Is, I, is looking like he's coming back. It's it's a game time decision from what I saw earlier even today. If he's, he's playing
0: again. I've been so I, I've been so wrong. I mean, Joe Judge and the rest of the team. Oh, I wish maggots crawl out their ass because I have four losses this year. Okay, four New York when, sports teams. Do you remember when I only had seven losses and it was yeah. just a couple of weeks ago? Yeah, four of them were from the New York Giants.
4: Yeah, well, listen, this is this is why you can't trust New York sports team. You can't trust the Yankees or the Mets. You can't trust the fucking the Knicks or the the the, the Nets or. There's another shithead. Isn't there another shithead basketball team? Yeah, they there? have a
0: couple they have a couple right. of hockey teams. They have two right?
4: hockey teams that are fucking piss poor garbage. The only team that's worth a shit up there is the Buffalo Bills and it's pretty cuz it's pretty much because they're fucking pretty they're halfway to fucking Canada. All right, that's Mike, why they're any good. Mike, I need you to tell us how you really feel. You want to yeah. know how I really feel? I fucking no, no, no. The entire state of New York, again, just like that fucking Houston game. whoa 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 don't fucking mute me don't mute me all right the entire state of new york should be fucking blocked out
0: adam padermo was the only one that i knew that could wind this big guy up like a
4: big block chevy okay (laughs) i'm telling you new york sports teams blow from top to bottom all the way down except for the buffalo Bills, and it's because they're pretty much canada so they don't count canada eh? peter blake Well,
1: yeah, I, I think he definitely passed on this game, but I'm not picking for the Giants. I, I can't figure out the Giants, the Raiders. You know, they've had their distractions this year with John Gruden. They played well for Rich Basaccia. again. The rug situation. Right. I'm gonna go. Te- I'm gonna go to Texas on this, honestly, for me. Too many distractions, and then the Giants, like Mike said, they are piss poor. You don't know what to know what you're gonna get from this team, and even if Saquon plays, what is he only sixty or seventy percent? And he's only one hit away from being hurt again. I mean, this guy—he's like Carson Wentz. He can get out of bed and he'll get hurt. I wouldn't play this guy. I would bubble wrap him at this point because he's your future franchise running back. So I'm definitely going to Texas on this,
0: without question. And I'm going to El Paso, Texas is the way to go. Before we get to the next game, we have I like a comment we're from
4: shitting on Texas without shitting on Texas. <laughs> Like, yeah, well, the fucking, this game's going to Texas. Texas is a fucking dump. We're sending this game to Texas.
0: <laughs> Christopher Cole <laughs> says, the show is off the chain. Chris, I already started, you know, when I had everybody full screen, just to let you know, because I know you're on here. I've already did 20 contritions, you know, the Hail Marys and the whole thing. So, I please forgive me. I'm so sorry.
1: We're going to have fun here. We're going to have fun. Yep, Let's we have are. fun. I'm excited.
0: Especially Let's if Fat Mike go. keeps drinking. Oh, That's God. Right. God. In the next game, here you go, right to the <laughs> NFC South, which Mike and I are going to probably just sit back and drink a little bit yeah. of soda here and listen to Peter and Mr. Michael D'Angelo. The Atlanta Falcons, the surging Atlanta Falcons, are six-point underdogs on the road at New Orleans. New Orleans is six-point favorites. But here's the kicker, guys. You ready? The over and under in this game is 41 and a half.
2: hmm
0: Peter, I'm gonna let you take this one first. Yeah, Do you like Atlanta minus six to win by six or more. Do you like Atlanta to cover the six? And don't bet with your heart because you know the rules.
1: Well, I tell you right now, I'm a definitely believer in the Saints' defense. The what what they did to that Tampa Bay offense last week, and even if they have Trevor Simeon at quarterback, or if they have the uh, the other quarterback who escapes me right now, uh, back. In the fold, I still think they can win. I definitely like the under in this game, even with Atlanta's defense. I like the Saints.
0: Perfect, thanks.
2: Yeah,
6: Mike? I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go with Peter on this. Um, Taysom Hill uh, was who he was thinking about. I think he's coming back. Uh, he should be back healthy, so they have that little widget player there. Um, and I think, Tra- I mean, Trevor Simeon, he was, he was decent when he played, started in Denver back in the day. And uh, I mean, he can clearly show he can move the ball down the the Bucks defense. Uh, so I, I don't think Atlanta is going to be able to 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 stop the the offense. And I think New Orleans defense is just too strong because what Peter said. Just look what they did to the Bucks, you know. So yeah, I'm going New Orleans and cover the points.
4: Really good, Mike. All right. So what what's the over under set at again? Or over under set forty one and a half. But yeah, who's the you, favorite?
0: The favorite is New Orleans by by six.
4: New Orleans by six. I'm going to take New Orleans with the points and the over. Mm, okay. I, th- and this is the reason why. Okay, Sean Payton, he could fucking have any one of us four playing quarterback for him and rank up 30 points. <laughs> Honestly, he really can. That guy is an offensive genius. Okay, even without Michael Thomas, you've seen what he's done this year. Without Michael Thomas, they beat the brakes off the Bucks last weekend. Legitimately, if you watch that game, if you watch that game, the Saints whooped the shit out of the Bucks defensively and offensively the entire of the game, the entirety of the game. Time of possession. When it counted, when it counted that third and fourth quarter where you don't want to give Brady the ball. Okay. Where you don't want to give Brady the ball, the third and fourth quarter, where he has all these epic, unbelievable, fucking insane comebacks against teams where you don't think Tom Brady's going to win. Sean Payton kept the ball for his Saints. All right. That's why I'm taking the Saints and the over this week. Saints with the points and the over. Sean Bates is a great fucking coach in the NFL, and I wish the Bears would just throw all sorts of money at this guy and bring him on over. <laughs>
0: Well, this is why it's my show, so I get to go full screen. Sean Payton couldn't coach his way out of a paper bag outside of a Superdome. Good luck. He couldn't even play quarterback for the Chicago Bears during the strike season back in the 80s when he was there. He's <laughs> no kind of a coach whatsoever for an outdoor stadium, and his record in the outside of the stadiums are horrendous, so we're not even going to go there. I am definitely not a Sean Payton fan. Anyway, Atlanta, New Orleans, totals 41 and a half. This is a gift from the gambling gods. Bet over. This is a nice position game. Bet over. New Orleans Saints blew it against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and they really exerted themselves. This is going to be a letdown. This is not a trap game. This is a straight bet-out game for the Atlanta Falcons. They are going to be good for at least 24 points in this game against that vaunted New Orleans defense. New Orleans beats them. Could care less about the final score but the game goes over 41 and a half take it run with it and push it in with both hands and both feet one of my hot picks of the week oh, now yeah. before we go to the next game we're going to go ahead and pay some more of the bills from one of our sponsors be back in 40.
5: Hi, I'm Jonathan Darren, licensed real estate broker with Cobble Banker Real Estate Group in Homer Glen. Are you looking to buy or sell? Have you been disappointed in the past? The Jonathan Darren team with Cobble Banker Real Estate Group focuses on providing you with a concierge level of service during the process of buying or selling. We are a service oriented team with a fresh and professional approach to selling real estate. Our goal is to combine knowledge, skills, and passion to exceed our clients' expectations. And most of all, we truly care. We are a knowledgeable real estate team focused on offering expertise and innovative solutions for our clients. The Jonathan Darren team has five full-service real estate brokers and a dedicated full-time marketer servicing all of Chicagoland. We will customize a detailed plan around your timeline for a sale, purchase, investment, estate, or other needs. Real estate transactions can be stressful, but don't need to be. Let us handle it for you. Visit our website homesbyjdt.com or call 708-308-1938 today. Expect better in real estate. Choose the Jonathan and Darren Dean. Welcome back
0: to the Over Under. I'm your host, Harry the Greek, with my co-host, Mr. Peter Blake from the Sports Web. We also have Fat Mike with us, and Michael D'Angelo is a special guest. He also brings a couple of friends with him. It's his personalities. They're kind of multiple, but he's pretty cool. <laughs> before we get to the other games, I did want to touch on one little thing before we speak about it, and, and I wasn't trying to be rude. Look, Sean Payton's a great coach. But he's not going to be a cold-weather coach. His record on the road outside of a dome, not in another dome, has not really been all that good. And plus, hey, look, he had Drew Brees for the longest time. But then again, Drew Brees wasn't that good when he was with San Diego. People do remember that. When those two became together, they blossomed. Anyway, we're going to go ahead and get to the next game. And before we do that, we are going to go ahead and post one more quote here. It says it's a division game, so it's going to be close. You're absolutely correct, Christopher Cole. 100% correct. It will be a close game in my opinion, but I do think there's going to be some points scored, and I honestly think that the New Orleans Saints gave it their all. I mean all against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They did beat up on Tom Brady a little bit. And you know what? I'm not trying to be cynical here, but – Tom Brady looked like he was seeing ghosts out there for a little bit because those picks were just ridiculous. What's usually automatic in the fourth quarter in the final two minutes getting the ball back to throw a pass like that? Look, even Superman makes a mistake. He is the GOAT. He's the greatest of all time, in my opinion. But boy, did they play really hard. And Saints, I don't. I,
1: Saints have his number. I mean, the turnovers what, seven or eight lifetime against the Saints? I mean, Dennis Allen should be getting a coaching job somewhere. If there's a coaching vacancy, it should go to Dennis Allen and the way he game plans his defense. But, you know, the Saints have had Brady's number. And then on top of it, even Brady admitted he had Mike Evans open, but he got greedy at that point. And then on the other hand, you lose Jameis Winston early on in that game. Trevor Simeon hasn't thrown the touchdown since 2017. It doesn't seem to matter to Sean Payton. But like you said, I think they're flat. I think it's a close game because it's division, but I see low scoring because of that defense, the way they smack you in the mouth. I'm not sure if Atlanta's is going to be able to score over 20 points. I'd be very surprised, especially with Calvin Ridley not there now, taking, you know, going away for, uh, you know, mental health. I don't know how, where they score 20 or 24 points.
0: You know what? That's a great point, Peter, but I'm I'm going to go ahead and re- reiterate something. You Whenever you have Matt Ryan under center, okay, People can say whatever they want about him. He is still one of the better quarterbacks in the National Football League. You don't play this many years and not be that good. Yeah, He's still a lot better than Ben Roethlisberger. You'd have to admit that. Let's talk about some of the aging quarterbacks in the National Football League and let's at Tom Brady's <laughs> name out of it. Okay. Matt Ryan's still playing pretty good damn football. But you know with Tom Brady, it's not Tom Brady's fault that he threw that the interception at the end part of the game. That's the offensive genius in Bruce Arians and a former quarterback, which I'm not even allowed to even mention his name because I can't stand him on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Personally, okay, they can't help themselves. All you have to do is run two deep safeties, and they're going to still try to chuck the football. When you run two deep safeties, you're trying to leave the middle of the field open, and Tampa refuses to. To utilize that. That's the game plan to beat the Tampa's offense. You run two deep safeties, safeties and dare a team to run the football and throw everything on the flats. Correct, Michael? You've seen yeah. it, Peter. No, I-
1: yeah, no, absolutely. And I think, you know, not having a Gronk, not having an Antonio Brown, it's big losses and you're exactly right when you throw those you how would you guys
0: hold on what if i picked up the phone and told you my mother's calling in anybody want to try this one go ahead do it okay just there for was- a second hello mom you're live on the air and you just hung up <laughs>
4: fuck you Hattie. goodbye
0: (laughs) anyway that's all i have to say about it no disrespect to the tampa bay organization i'm just not really fond of the risk it no biscuit 24 7 when you have two stud running backs with the victim of volume and and ronald jones who hasn't really had his opportunity and you know he's not playing as good as he did the past couple of years leonard fournette is definitely outshining him but when you have two solid running backs like that You've got to really, really utilize that football. And then you set it up for the pass. The the Tampa Bay Buccaneers want to pass to set up the run. And I'm telling you, that's a recipe for disaster because even in the Super Bowl, they didn't pass to set up the run. Tom Brady never even passed for 200 yards, gentlemen.
1: Yeah, I mean, they averaged in the two games uh, last year against the Saints like 79 yards total. And then the postseason game was like 127 yards. The proof is in the pudding at the end of the day, guys. You've got to be balanced, especially when it comes to postseason. They're a different team when they are balanced. And hopefully after this bye week, they get back to that. And you're exactly right. You have the victim of volume and you know, a Ronald Jones. And I know there's a lot of people out there who don't like him. He's not getting the opportunities. If you get this kid out in space, he can make things happen. He showed it last year. I don't understand what the failure is with this coaching staff to do that. But at the end of the day, you're right. Leonard Fournette is outplaying playing them. So you go with the hot hand, but at a certain point you have to become balanced. And if you put the ball in Tom Brady's hands, I get it. You're going to feel confident, but also you're taking away that balance and you're becoming one dimensional. So you're playing right into the saints hands. That's the difference.
0: Michael, any rebuttal?
4: No. I mean, honestly, the, the, listen. Tampa Bay is that good of a team, all right. The, the, the way the way I look at this is like, listen, the the, the playoff games where you said Tampa, where Tom Brady never threw over two hundred yards, he doesn't have to. It's Tom Brady, right? He 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 makes the plays when he has to make the plays, and that's that's been Tom Brady's mo since day one. Tom Brady is the man. He makes the plays when he has to make the plays. That's why the fucking guy has what seven Super Bowl rings? Yeah. Right? I'm I'm not, I'm not sitting here. I'm not lying to you guys. You guys know his M.O. You know Tom Brady. You don't give the guy time, plain and simple. And the easy plays he makes over and over and over again. Like it's clockwork, guys. Tom Brady is the man at stuff like that. This loss to the Saints. Okay, granted, the Saints are what now? Three and one against him over the last two years. Mm. Two wins last year and then a win this year. But Tom Brady beat him in the playoffs last year to advanced, advance the next round. He wins it when it counts. Let the Saints get all their hope and glory up. Let them get their thing. Tom Brady's going to win it when it matters. I, I I won't bet against the guy anymore the rest of my life. Tom Brady's the guy.
0: Michael?
6: Yeah. No, I mean, I completely agree. I mean, listen, even Michael Jordan got crossed up one time, you know, against Allen Iverson, right? So at some point – I was at that game. So someone gets you, right? So, I mean, I, I agree with what Mike's saying. You know, he's, he's the greatest ever. If there's anyone that's going to have the ball – I'd rather have him have it because based on his, you know, resume, he's been able to make it work. And the last time they lost against the Saints, well, they decided to go on a streak and go all the way to the Super Bowl. So so I'm not looking at it as a bad thing here. I'm kind of uh, excited about what's to come because, you know, Tom Brady hates to lose. And I think he's going to – I think it's a reality check for everyone in the locker room that they're really going to, you know, take a look in the marriage during this bye week and good luck NFL.
2: Good Tampa, luck Bay,
0: Tampa Bay's defense better solidify themselves against their run. That's right. They do have a problem stopping the run. Let, don't you, you, I'm just telling you right now they do. As bad as that game was for the Chicago Bears against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Kyle o. Herbert, fourth in the depth chart, bagging groceries a year ago coming out of college, put a hundred Burger on them. Okay? But, hundred. They they better have- soli- but they're going to be fine. Tampa's the best team in the National Football League when they get healthy. It's scary. They're seven and what, one? No, seven and, what are they, seven and one?
1: Six and two. I'm sorry, six and, 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 that's right, six
0: and two. And in that
1: game, they didn't have Levante David, and they got Levante David back, and you saw Kamara being held under 100 yards, and that's the great thing about it is, look, this team is six and two, but with all their injuries to Gronk, to Brown, you have the whole defensive backfield. They're still six and two, so guess what? It's scary. uh, We're going to get better. They're going to get better, and they got Richard Sherman to add to it. And oh, he sucks. We're going to
0: the next game, Richard Sherman. Please, if, if you're if you're
1: talk, and there is talk that Odell Beckham Jr. and I get it, he's going through waivers. I'm not the biggest OBJ fan.
0: Don't even tell me you're thinking. Well, about, don't don't do it. I will well, throw. I want to. I, I, I want to butt in on this. You don't want
4: this. Odell in Chicago, do you? No, no, not I'm not talking about the OBJ stuff. I oh. I wouldn't mind him here as long as you get rid of what? Matt Nagy next year. Yeah. If you get Matt, listen. If you get rid of Matt Nagy next year, it's a it's a good fit. All right. If you if you can find a way to get him the ball with our young quarterback, and if you can actually build a fucking offensive line in front of our young quarterback where he's not going to get pasted, All right. I mean, it would be a good fit because you're going to lose Allen Robinson regardless due to everything that's going on here in Chicago, anyways. But I'm not. I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk about your 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 line of fourth string running back. Okay. Khalil. By Herbert. the way, who I do love by the way, Khalil, Khalil Herbert. Khalil Herbert's a fucking stud. All right. Listen, everybody knows that these guys in major league in in, in National League football league, National Football League. You can find some Paluka in the fucking sixth, seventh round of the National Football League that right. could be a great running back. Palooka. Khalil Herbert, on the other hand, Khalil Herbert, okay. His last year, 2020 in Va-tech, at Vatek, 155 attempts. Can anybody tell me how many yards he had?
2: No.
0: Take Thousand. a
4: random guess. 1,000. 900. How about you, Michael D'Angelo?
6: I made 155. Yeah, I'll go 12. 1,200.
4: Yeah, he had 1,183 yards and eight touchdowns. The guy's an absolute monster on 155 touches. Guys, there's guys in the NFL on 155 touches that don't even manage 600 yards.
0: Okay? Khalil Herbert's a fucking monster. And the one
4: thing, wait, 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 wait for this. I want to say one (laughs) more thing, Harry. I'm sorry. I know this is your show, and I apologize. That's okay. Khalil Herbert, they haven't even tried him in the passing game yet. I know. Wait until they get comfortable. That's scary. Because this dude can fucking catch. He's yeah, but, like Rojo. He's like Matt Rojo. Nagy,
0: but Matt Nagy and company have Well, Matt the same Nagy's problem. a fucking poop dick. He doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Listen, and Matt Nagy has the same disease that Bruce Arians does. You have stud running backs and don't know how to use them. That's it. We're going to move on to the next game. But before I do that, I'm going to bring in a fifth a, a fifth guy in here.
4: Is it Which, Matt Nagy? Because I'm going to shit on his face.
0: No, it's it's Matt Nagy's cousin. It's Mr. Steven Glasser. He's the straightest black man you'll ever meet.
7: <laughs> I love this guy. Where you been, Steven? What's, What's up, baby? How you doing? What's
4: going on, Steven? Oh, now he, he disappeared. boy, Mike. He's like, I'm, the, he's like, I'm the token black guy. I'm out.
0: Fuck this. He's, he's the token black guy who's straight. <laughs> Tell him. Tell him, Steve.
7: <laughs> I, I'm very straight, bro. Yep. Very. <laughs> Very.
0: <laughs> I know you've been sitting in my back room a little bit, staring up. But tell me, yeah, is it Peter? Will you shut up? <laughs> I already see Peter. steven knows what I'm talking I about. I don't
4: think you can have Peter and I on the same show. I mean, <laughs> Peter
7: is yeah, hey, he, not what you think. I, we have a fat, same, <laughs> hold on,
0: hold on. We have a fat Harry Peter. That's Michael Stephen. <laughs>
4: there we go. There you go. Tied it all that together. Like a T-shirt. I got a fat hairy Peter named Michael Steven.
0: Nice. <laughs> on, the back, says, on the back, Ryan. Look at mess. this. On the back, Everybody's you got to have laughing. nuts to
4: boot. <laughs>
0: Troy Palomalu says, "Bro, Bucks haven't even played no one. Oh, they probably." A...
4: This That's fucking guy, the guy now, thought that Troy was playing Pittsburgh this week. This guy's. This guy doesn't know what he's, he's no, doing. man.
1: It's Troy. Troy's he's like a great...
4: week fourteen right now. I don't know what the fuck. Here,
1: he is. Here, here Troy. Here's what you get, buddy.
2: <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. All right, gentlemen, we're going to get back to the picks. This is
0: called the over-under. I'm the over, and you're definitely the under. Denver (laughs) Dallas. The Denver Broncos are a nine-and-a-half-point underdog. Dallas, that means for the people that don't know what I'm talking about, Dallas is nine-and-a-half-point favorites. Totals 49-and-a-half points. Defensively, they just got a little bit worse for Denver. Dallas, their defense is playing. All right. They're playing a little bit better. They're not the dumpster fire that I said, and that offense is really something to deal with. I kind of like Dallas here minus nine and a half, but I'm not giving up that many points, especially with Dak Prescott hasn't really come back yet, and it's not even official. However, the 49 and a half points, I like the under a little bit here. I don't know if I like it enough to go ahead and give that pick out. So rather than talking about the spread here, I want to talk about the over-under. Peter, what do you like here? Over or under 49 and a half points?
1: I like the over and I like the Dallas Cowboys. And I think the story was Cooper Rush and how impressive he was on Sunday night. Everybody anticipated that without Dak Prescott, they wouldn't win that game, but they certainly pulled it out. And that offense is one of the most explosive that you're ever going to see. Uh, right now, that offensive line is blocking. You've got the running game going, and you've got those two talented wide receivers on the outside, and Amari Cooper and C.D. Lamb. If Cooper Rush is getting the time or Dak Prescott is getting the time, I feel confident that they're going to win this game. And I hate to say it, but this defense has absolutely improved. Denver, on the other hand, they just got rid of Vaughn Miller. I mean, where are they going? Teddy Bridgewater's played okay. I, I, I like Dallas in this, and I like the over.
7: Perfect. Steven Glasker. I'm with them. I'm telling you, what, dallas, is the, dallas is the scary team in NFC this year. And I can't believe I'm saying that because I'm so used to them sucking, being a person who lives here in dallas Fort Worth area. But they really are. I, don't, I think they're the one team nobody wants to see in the playoffs. They're, just, they're winning games that they would normally lose. And you heard – I mean, Peter's right. Dim, Denver is straight up in rebuild mode. The moment they got rid of Bob Miller, I went, oh, okay. They're not even trying no more. <laughs> they're yeah. not even trying no more. So uh, I, I like the over as well. because so you like, like the Dak over? Likes to, oh, yeah. Dak likes to put up points, bro. If, if, if CD plays, CD Lamb was did not practice, if I'm mistaken, uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. Good CD information. Plays, if CD plays, it's going to be the Dak and CD show.
0: Senor Michalis, who do you like?
6: I'm going to take the Cowboys, but I'm going under. And the reason for that, I, wow. I think the defense for the Cowboys, kind of what Peter was talking about, I think that, you know, I mean this guy his name this gave me now. Parsons. uh Parsons? Parsons. Yeah, Parsons. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Micah Parsons Mika is Dominating. Yeah, Michael and I'm giving I'm I'm giving two picks to Trayvon Diggs because he didn't have one last week. So he's gonna have two this week <laughs> against Teddy Bridgewater to make up for it to have eight total for the week. Or for the, no, actually he's more than eight now, but he's gonna make up for the pick he missed that he didn't get last week.
4: That Mike? Yep. Denver fucking blows. Plain <laughs> and simple, this team is absolutely dog shit, guys. I mean, let's get real here. This and again, and
0: again these views and concerns <laughs> do not reflect the show of the over under and Harry the Great. <laughs> Mike, go ahead.
2: Listen,
4: Denver, Denver's a travesty right now. They they are a bad football team, and yep. it all started since John Elway took over stuff. This guy hasn't been able to find a fucking quarterback in what? How many years now? So many Peyton years. Manning. I
7: mean,
4: you went through Trevor Simeon. Come on, guys. It's getting almost Chicago Bears bad. Come on, what are the other quarterbacks they got out there? It's fucking terrible out there. Well, fuck Moses, Moreno. Oh, did did they have Black out there? They did. Yeah, I'm taking Dallas the Dallas Cowboys defense has been real guys everybody was kind of doubting this team they've been that team on the cusp of of something of, of whether they're going to win that division or not win the division they've been on the cusp of being a playoff team and the thing that's held them back has been their defense their defense just gives up points a lot Stop. Stop. this year it's not the case it's not the case yeah. Micah Parsons has been awesome. That linebacking core has been amazing against the run de- uh, on, on run defense. I'm taking the Dallas the, the Dallas Cowboys with the points and the over because I think Dak Dak is back. Come on, yep. guys. Dak is back, baby. He's gonna fucking light up this defense, especially without Von Miller. Yep. There is no pressure. Coming from that other side of the ball on the Denver Broncos side. Dak is gonna fucking torch this team. It's gonna be 105 to 3. Uh, yeah. I have I yep. have
0: the comment of the week. What is coming it? from Mr. Fat Christopher Mike's an cole. asshole?
4: Kick him off your
0: show. No, nope. <laughs> Christopher just Topher cole says so Steven is making Baby Yoda a buck fan. LOL. <laughs> Straight up, baby.
7: I did,
6: I, I did like that. That's nice. There it is. There's <laughs> Baby Yoda I,
7: that's it right there. So that's, that's
5: a goat great, right there. That's great.
0: That's well, great. Let me explain something to you. Teddy Bridgewater is not throwing two picks in this game. Okay? The Denver Broncos, are they a little bit unchallenged offensively? Yes, they are. Their defense, it's going to miss a little bit of a beat. They're going to have a hard time stopping the Dallas offense. But by no means are the Dallas Cowboys a superior team on a defense. They have two players. They have a corner and they have a linebacker. That's it. They still, they're, they're just above that Mendoza line of sucking. Before, when the season started, I said they were the worst <laughs> defensive team since I seen Houston and Atlanta. I still have Houston's defense better than the Cowboys at this time because at least they're playing for Lovey Smith. This team's still giving up a lot of points. Denver's going to catch them by surprise this week a little bit by running the football. Teddy Bridgewater's a good game manager. I don't like the minus oh, nine no. and a half
2: we suck again
0: I don't I don't, I don't like the minus <laughs> nine and a half the Greeks gonna give you under 49 and a half in this game small position that's one of my picks really? 49 and a half yes it is hey
7: you know what Harry I'm I'm with the other guy and I hear you but I'm so sure this is I mean, it's gonna be for over for the over that they could be playing Cooper Rush (laughs) and still get the over. No, I I, I
0: think there's going to be a little bit of tape on Cooper Rush. I think Cooper Rush, if he does play, he's going to be in trouble. Here comes to one of my better games of the week. It's the Minnesota Vikings from the NFC North playing the Baltimore Ravens, who you have no idea who's going to be playing, how they're going to be playing, and whether they're going to be the better team in the National Football League. I am going to go directly to Mr. Fat Mike. Baltimore's minus six at home against the Minnesota Vikings. Totals 49 and a half. Minute or less. Mikey, who do you like?
4: I fucking hate this game. I really do. Minnesota sucks. They're one of those teams that drive me nuts because they're you, you, you don't know what you're going to get with them. On the Baltimore front, though, if there's any team in the National Football League that needs Odell Beckham Jr. like they need a blowjob on a Sunday morning, it's that fucking team. They need Odell Beckham so bad, I'm telling you, because they need a wide receiver. Because Hollywood oh. Brown and whoever the other dipshit is, they suck. <laughs> Mark Andrews, that fucking guy's slower than fucking molasses <laughs> on a cold day. They need Odell Beckham Jr. I'm taking Baltimore with the win on the money line. Fuck the points, fuck everything. So, else. so you're saying <laughs> he needs a mon- <laughs> so
0: for people that are of age. So you're saying they need a Monica special?
4: Yeah, pretty Dad. much. Yeah. Okay. They're They're on
6: a more of this. <laughs> Look at me. I finished
4: it up. I finished it up in less than 30 seconds, I think. I you did uh, You did.
0: Mr. D'Angelo since it's so give me the fucking your... applause. button I did less than 30 yeah. seconds. No, Mr. D'Angelo this is very close to where you used to live in Washington, sir. So, who do you like? Minnesota or Baltimore -6 total totals 49 and a half.
6: So I I don't know how to follow up what, what uh fat Mike's just said. So I'm just gonna go ahead and, and say this that Minnesota always seems to win the games they shouldn't win and lose the games they should win. But I'm gonna take Baltimore on here because I think they have a point to prove they gotta you know stake assistant make sure they're on the right track so I'm gonna the points.
0: Peter Blake, are you gonna take a Monica special here? <laughs>
1: or sure, why not what's in the back oh, no. special take the Baltimore Ravens even though Mark Andrews is slow as hell they got no receivers he's exactly right Odell Beckham Beckham would absolutely fit that offense can you imagine guys Lamar Jackson finally having a legitimate target to throw to in a Beckham Jr if he could stay healthy I'll take Baltimore in this game
0: uh, Who am I missing here Mr. Stephen Glasker. <laughs> Is it yeah, going uh, to be and I never had sexual relations with this one? Oh.
7: Just a second. Uh, cigar- I- I don't know. I have to try this whole blowjob on a Sunday thing. I didn't know it was like, is that better on that day <laughs> than on, the
4: other dude. day? So there, After the blowjob no is no football, bro. Are you fucking kidding me? Just- oh, no. my God. Stop. Okay. Stop. How can, Stop. You, can you go, go m-
0: Hey, guys, my mother might watch this show.
2: Here, How Jesus can you Lord, go wrong? Look, it's right. I mean, so Christopher Cole watches this show. She's
1: like, hey, not the right show for you this week.
4: We're X-rated this week,
1: What's better on Sunday than football besides sex and a blowjob on a Sunday? I Oh, my God. Hey, hey! before and then you got football afterwards and then if she's and a it's good team then you can do it again football. the only reason
7: though well, the only reason Peter, though I, I'm, I'm not I, sure I disagree if a it little bit Peter you. the only reason <laughs> I disagree games, a little bit Peter is because it might interfere with the game bro and I don't need no, her well, getting look, in my if way the, I'm trying to watch if football the games don't if finish, finish before the hand. games
6: don't finish the way you want it to <laughs>
4: At least you can. If the games don't finish the way you want them to, at least you can. (laughs) It's
1: called called DVR, okay? Pause the game a little bit.
2: The priority is right there.
1: Well, ladies and
2: gentlemen, hold on just for a second. We have to go to a commercial break.
3: Hello. Or just come for a cozy atmosphere to enjoy a good conversation with a friend, loved one, or complete stranger. Nick and Ivy makes you feel right at home no matter what the occasion is. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook by searching for Nick and Ivy Brewing Company. Visit our website for our up to date tap list or to go shopping on our online store at nickivybrewing.com. That's N I K I V Y Brewing.com. Come in today for fresh brewed beer born and raised in Lockport, Illinois.
0: Thanks for waiting, everybody. Definitely make sure you go check out Nick and Ivy Brewing. They actually have a beer there, a craft beer called the Fat Mike. You can catch it in some of the local grocery stores down there as well. I don't know which ones right. they are. 1, Twelve hundred fifty miles away, still waiting for my Fat Mike to show up down here. It hasn't gotten here yet, but. Can't wait to drink <laughs> the fat Mike. I
4: gotta figure up, out how that- to ship it. I gotta figure out how to it. It's hard to ship. Like, listen, oh. I, I have, I have literally, I have went through like USPS. I went, I actually. Went Hold on, USPS my wife door. says
0: she wants a fat Mike because she like to drink. Everybody wants to drink a fat Mike.
7: Man. I don't want to drink no fat Mike. I'm just here, letting here, you know here, that right now. Here, here's my and
4: uh-huh. <laughs> Everybody wants a piece of this guy. Let me tell you guys. <laughs> wow, like go around.
2: Right. Hold on, hold on, go around. Hold on, hold on. from Nick and, from
4: Nick no. and They got they got a lot of good shit up here, man. Nick and ivy they got, they got a lot of good stuff up here. Not only do they have the the fat mic, they have a beer up here. It's a it's a cream ale. It's called the 1853, Ooh. which is when Lockport cream. was actually mo- born and into a town. It's very, very good at vanilla cream ale. <laughs> they also have the, uh <laughs> as, as we're talking about Fat Mike, you know, cream. He's on fire!
2: <laughs> right, He's on fire! I'm,
0: I'm requesting Nick and Ivy, okay, to make the Monica special.
4: All right. Wow. No, sir, she's on fire. Just have a picture of Monica Lewinsky with a milk mustache, or what? Yeah, there <laughs> you go,
0: That's a good image. Christopher Cole okay. says, "I'm dying laughing." Christopher, I'm uh, sorry. Please,
7: you're not the only I, one, Christopher. Don't
4: be you're sorry. It's one. a fucking great show. We're having a lot of fun here. Okay. I mean, we, we are, are having like, fun here. <laughs> fucking Peter's is.
7: crying. <laughs> Peter's fucking crying. I know because you're... you started off saying, but here's the problem. You, you Harry started off saying, I want to drink Fat Mike. Yes, and then I want, you went I want to, to drink I got some Mike. vanilla cream for you. What are we supposed to do with that? I got a
4: vanilla cream for you though,
7: Harry. See? What are we supposed right. to do with that? I'm Let's... I'm going to get back to my pick, because you guys are going way yes. off the rails. <laughs> <Steve laughs> you,
4: you listen here, get buddy.
7: Yeah! <laughs> I would pick Baltimore, oh, yeah. even if Lamar Jackson wasn't playing, because of two reasons. <laughs> Kirk Cousins, I don't believe in that fool. I don't believe I, he is. Re, he is quickly reaching Fitz tragic level for me.
2: Whoa, full gold He is, is fooling a lot of whoa. people
7: into paying him a lot of money, and he ain't done shit. I knew they were going to lose the game when they had the night game. I knew they were going to lose because I was like, what? "Well, it's the night game, right?" And Kirk Cousins playing, they're going to lose. That it's just he book it. Book it. They're gonna lose. So I don't believe in the fool. I got Baltimore.
0: Peter, Michael, not fat Michael, just, just I'm, Peter. I'm out. Just I'm Peter and out.
7: Michael. Hold on.
0: <laughs> you guys know how I love Josh Rosen, right? For obvious reasons. Not because he's a great quarterback, because I love to do things, right? Right. Oh yeah. And we, we all definitely, definitely know what we feel about Ryan Fitzpatrick. Oh. Michael. What do you think about Ryan Fitzpatrick? Not Mr. Michael D'Angelo, but Fat Mike. This is for you and Steven.
4: Go for it. Oh, see, I I, I don't mind Ryan Fitzpatrick. I I, I think, it. honestly, no, listen, he wasn't a good fit down there in Tampa Bay. He was not a good fit down there in Tampa Bay. But with the Washington Redskins, he's better than the shithead that they got fucking playing quarterback now. He he's better he's than awful. that guy. Listen, he's awful. he brings. I wanted the Bears to grab him. I really did. Because at least it's going to put some excitement on the field. Whether he throws Bye. fucking 14 interceptions in a game or whether he throws five touchdowns in a game, at least it's hit or miss. That's why I like well, it. It's either tragic to,
7: or we'll just it's get, epic. Jameis Winston can give you 14 interceptions. And, and Jameis and Winston.
4: Uh, don't get me started on Jameis Winston. That guy, football
7: field that he's playing on.
4: <laughs> the guy had like three lung surgeries you're
7: on two eyes. Right. A white, smarter we're, we're. version of Jameis Winston. That's all he is. He's going to lose you some games. I promise you.
4: Yeah, well, he, of course. he looks of course. great as a backup. That's the the thing. moment you
7: give him a starting job, it's over. Steven, it's over. That, that's the best thing
4: about Ryan Fitzpatrick, though. That is the best thing about Ryan Fitzpatrick, is that you know he's going to lose you football games. He's not gonna, it's not going to be a, a 27-24 loss. It's going to be a 27-3 loss. Where you're getting your <laughs> dick smoked all fucking day, all right? And but when he wins a game, it's going to be that epic win against a team that you know that you shouldn't beat. He's gonna that beat Green Bay in Lambo for that fucking shits and giggles. That's the thing I love about Ryan Fitzpatrick. He will go off and upset a team just for the fuck of it. Like, but, right, fuck it, Yo, New England, <laughs> fuck it. I'm gonna score. I'm gonna score thirty five on him real quick. And just yep. sit here and relax on my fucking Wonderlich score. That's okay. what he's gonna do. <laughs>
2: he's I a just had, guy.
4: We had to
0: bring in a little bit of Ryan Fitzpatrick talk because we know how Stephen absolutely just loves him, him so much. I
7: love I, hate him. Him. I love Ryan so Fitzpatrick. <laughs> so Peter is
0: not, not Peter, but Stephen, did you give your pick who you liked in the game? I got a cream mail for Ryan Fitzpatrick, too. Let me tell you <laughs>
7: Oh, yes. I said Baltimore.
0: (laughs) You like Baltimore. Okay. This is a game I'm actually going to give out here. I had to go to a full screen because I couldn't take it anymore. (laughs) If you put me in a corner, I would take Minnesota plus the six points but you're not putting me in a corner here because I absolutely love the over 49 and a half here. Minnesota's going to score 24 to 28 points in this game. Dalvin cook's going to go off in this game. Um, And I'm going to tell you right now, Minnesota's defense is not, I'm telling you right now, you might see a record breaking rushing yardage for uh, Lamar Jackson. I'm not kidding you. This guy might, might run for 150 to 200 yards in this game tonight. I mean, not tonight, but when, when they do play, play the over 49 and a half. I think Baltimore is going to score in every single possession. And I don't think that Minnesota is going to have that much of a problem trying to score points against Baltimore's defense. Anyway, that is a game I really, really do like. It's probably my third best game of the week to the next game. We're going to try to keep a little bit more serious because we have a couple of things to cover. New England Patriots at the Carolina Panthers, New England's minus three and a half at Carolina. I am going to go ahead and run this to Pete minute or less. Who do you like?
1: I'm going to pass on this game because uh, even Carolina, with their injury to Sam Darnold, possibly, I just don't know what to make of Carolina or New England at this point. They're getting big wins of Mac Jones, but they're going on the road. I'm going to El Paso on this.
0: Love it, Texas, Michael.
1: Um, you know I got no quarrels on
6: it. I'm going to watch this game because I think the New England Patriots are clicking. Um, I mean, Mac Jones is finally really starting to flourish. But then again, I'm. Ex- Excited to see if Carolina is going to – is Sam Darnold going to be healthier now? Or are they going to put P.J. Walker in? Which I think if they put P.J. Walker in, I think they might get a chance. But I would take New England on this game.
7: Steven Glasker. Yeah, I'm with I'm with Michael. I I, I don't trust Carolina, even if Sam Darnold does play. Because Belichick is a great defensive coordinator. He'll find a way to make sure that Sam Darnold sees ghosts And he'll throw at least two or three picks. So um, I got New
0: England. Perfect. Thank you so much. Great comments there. Michael.
4: I love this game. This is one of my heavy hitters of the week. I love New England plus the points. And I would adjust the points to six. Wow. It's, it's already, mm. I, I've already done that. Wow. I love wow. this game, guys. New England's going to win this game by more than six points. New England wow. is going to kill the Carolina Panthers this weekend, no matter if it's Darnold or P.J. Walker starting at quarterback. I love the New England Patriots in this game.
0: Great content. Now let me explain to everybody what that means because I've never explained that to anybody. New England's only a three and a half point favorite, so if you like New England to win the game by three and a half or more, and you leave the line the way it is, you're going to lay ten dollars juice. So that what that means is if you wager a hundred and ten dollars, you'll win a hundred plus you get your one ten back. Kind of follow me, everybody? Say yes. yes. Okay. Now.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: In straight wagers, you can either buy a point or sell a point. So if you make the game New England minus six or six and a half, so rather than being, oh, and them juice, you can invest 100 now to win, say, maybe 150 or 160. You follow what I'm saying? Say yes. Yes, Harry. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. that's what yeah. I was trying to explain. <laughs> I, I don't like it that way. Now, now we got the crickets coming up. <laughs> Three and a half points, New England's a favorite. Carolina doesn't know who they're going to be playing. I want to go to Texas, with the exception of very, very small position on the over. Believe it or not, I think Carolina's still going to put a few points up on the board. I'm not a believer in New England's defense right now. They spend a lot of money. They're not really impressing me. Mac Jones, however, is impressing me. And Peter, you still owe me a steak dinner, but we're not going to talk about that. But um, every time <laughs> well, we talk look, about Mac Jones, yeah,
1: hold on. San Francisco should have drafted him in the first place. Yeah, I mean, but, but they didn't. Okay, they didn't. you know. Right. You know
2: hey. All
0: right. Hey, the Greek still the Greek still has you know steak dinners coming. But anyway, <laughs> I'll probably collect mine from yours when Pat pay when Pat makes me one. And God rest his soul, I love you, Pat. I wish you were here with us because you know what you made you made every platform I've ever been on a lot of fun for the people that ever knew who Pat Seriously was. He was an awesome, awesome person. Absolutely loved the Tampa Bay sports organizations. He just loved sports in general. But anyway, I do like over in a very small position. Very small. It's not a game I really want to pick. To the next game, the Cleveland Browns are at the Cincinnati Bengals. This is where it gets a little bit fun, guys. Cincinnati is a two and a half. I'm sorry, Cleveland is a – I need to check that. Who do you guys like here, and I'll tell you why. Go ahead. Let's start with Fat
4: Mikey's He's loquacious. I hate this game. I'm sending this game to Texas. Okay, hey, that was honestly yeah, quick and simple. I'm I'm just trying to get it across the board. I hate this game. I don't like either team. I don't like the way I don't like the way Cleveland's playing on defense right now, giving up quite a bit of points. I don't like the way Cleveland offense is running. Last week, Cincinnati giving up a big giving up a big game to the New York Jets for crying out loud. Again, this is the reason why I don't bet on fucking New York sports. No. I don't like it. I'm All right, Peter, how about you, buddy?
1: Yeah, I don't like this game either. I don't know who's gonna win it. Honestly, Does anybody I'm, like this game? I don't know who's gonna show up. I mean, you have the Cincinnati Bengals, they're flying high, and then they lose to the New York Jets. <laughs> <laughs> Browns, Baker Mayfield has an injury. He's Fucking not just really goddamn well. Jets. <laughs> I guess I would take the Cleveland Browns by a field goal at this point. I mean, I, I think it's gonna be I, I don't know what to think, man. Honestly, I would pass on this game.
0: Um, Texas. before we, before yeah. we talk before we West, talk Texas. about that Island, game Island. I, made, I, made a, I made a small error, gentlemen um, the New England game is New England's minus two and a half not three and a half mm. and they're a road favorite by two and a half does anybody remember what that means?
1: 88% rule which favors the home team, correct?
0: Correct there's a reason still why New England... New England hold on, Mike, you, you might change your mind when you hear this <laughs> Okay, 88% of the times in the past six years when a road team at game time, not three days before or five days before, but at game time, 88% of the time when a road team is favored by exactly two and a half points, you bet the home team because 88% of the time, not only do they cover, they win the football game. I want you to think about that.
4: I'm going against the grain, Harry.
2: Twelve <laughs> percent.
0: Hold on. In twelve percent of the time, the road favorite does win. I still don't like it. But if you do follow the eighty-eight percent rule, you bet the home team. So we were talking can about. I ask, Cleveland, can I ask
3: one
4: question after that? Can I ask? Can I ask one question after that? Sure. How many of that? How many times of that eighty-eight percent? went up against bill belichick lord i don't know
0: and and, and i'm going to be honest with you there's not many times that bill belichick has only been a two and a half point favorite let's face it bill belichick is usually anywhere between five and 20 point favorites right especially when brady was there it's a rarity to see bill belichick only a two and a half point favorite i think bill belichick could coach the university of auburn against
4: carolina and they'd still be a one point favorite He could coach the fucking Sisters of the Nazarene against the Carolina Panthers and still come out with a win.
0: <laughs> anyway, so back to Cleveland and Cincinnati. Cincinnati's a two-and-a-half-point favorite. The total is 47 is over and under. Who do you, who, who wants to take this first? Mr. D'Angelo?
6: Yeah, I'll go first. Uh, I'm going to go Cincinnati here. I'm going to go under with the total. Um, I'm going to take Cincinnati for the though, only because uh, my need brownie points uh, with the girlfriend. That's why I'm wearing the shirt because my bucks are on a bye. Uh, <laughs> uh, and i'm i'm going with my my heart my mind and my sunday
4: morning His day. penis
7: sunday morning yes. the monica special we're going to call it football and ribs oh uh, i'm i'm riding yeah. michael D'Angelo on this one i'm riding with mike i um, think we'll
0: all hang out at mike's house on <laughs> sunday afternoon
4: <laughs> <laughs> low job with the mike plenty team, team, guys, guys. low job the
7: camera team. Team. I can't there,
6: there's around. only one of those going around. I'm all about it, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll post it no, on. I, 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 I
0: got... No, baby, I wasn't <laughs> going to Mike's house. I'm <laughs> staying right here, honey. That's right. Yeah. No, 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 no. We're, no, not, no. Go, we're, we're, not, we're not going no. to
4: Mike's house for blowjobs, baby. Wait a minute, that was Fat God. Mike and <laughs> Steven We're
2: talking. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Who
4: needs a blow job? No, hold
0: on, hold on. That was Get Fat Mike and Stephen talking about that. I swear that wasn't me. Oh no. We
2: suck again. Sure. Sure. I mean, exactly. I got a
7: dog with peanut butter. I don't know. That's the most you guys would get. <laughs>
4: you sick son of a bitch. No, you. I. So uh, oh. I
7: got I got oh. Cincinnati in this game mainly because I don't trust Baker. Okay. I just don't trust Baker. Minus two and, two and you still a half. Hurt. So
1: I, I don't trust Cincinnati. I mean, I don't know. Again, you know, this is team is five and two. They lose to the Jets. I like Cleveland. They got to win this game. To me, this is a must win game in the division. I like the Browns in it.
4: Perfect. 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 So you like the points. Fat Mike. Well, I already said I don't like this game. I'd take it to Texas. But to, to, to touch on Peter's point, everybody's been chirping about the Cincinnati Bengals defense over the last couple of weeks. They still don't have a secondary, guys. Yeah. Plain and simple. Right. They're getting right. passed on all over the fucking place. I don't like right. this game. It, it them, gun in my mouth. <laughs> gun in my mouth. I'm taking Cleveland on just a, just a straight money line. I mean, that's what I would do. I don't like the points in this game because I can see it being a one point game with Cleveland coming back in the last second. It's going to be ugly. 23 yeah. 21. It's going to be an ugly fucking game. It's going, but I'm ta- yeah. gun in my mouth. I'm taking Cleveland.
7: <clears throat> Wait a minute, though. I'm going to ask a question regarding that. Is, I know Odell's gone. OBJ's right. gone. Is Jarvis Landry healthy? Yes, oh,
4: no. he, he's been back and forth. He, he he is back and healthy right now. Deanne, uh, Mike, go ahead. You said something about that. Was it you or Peter? No, it, I, mean, Landry, I think
6: that was Peter.
4: Yeah, Landry's Landry. healthy. So right. And, that, and then listen, that's a that's a big difference. That, that right. makes that cog go. But with the with the running back situation out there, with 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 uh, I like to call it chunt. <laughs> he chunts. Chunt. I like to call it chunt because oh, I think God. it's funny. <laughs> You know, I mean, everybody can chubby <laughs> oh
2: chubby
4: or chunky, you know. I mean, you could can you guys can the next word. I mean, you guys aren't fucking stupid here. You guys aren't stupid. I like I to call do. it chunky. with Chunk being banged up. Are you're talking
7: about chunk,
0: chunk, I do like Chunky Monkey ice cream. Chunk, I mean.
7: not Chunk. Hey, you know what?
4: Not Chunk. Oh, There's my a T. God. Oh, C-H-U-N-T. Yes. C-H-U-N-T. You know C-H-U-N-T. <laughs> with Chunk being banged up. All right. Yeah. It's going to be a little bit of a tough game. You got to get that. No, ball. no,
7: no. I, I, I would probably be leaning towards Cleveland more if Case Keenan was playing. Yeah, you know, I just, I, I just think Baker the I, that shoulder, the fuck, even can, though it's not shoulder. Can I mute him? No. no. How do no, I, no, I mute him? I, I'm Case <laughs> played better than Baker did in the last game they played. He played better than Baker. It's just a fact. Now, but here's the deal: I do like that Johnson yeah. kid. That Johnson kid is damn good. What was his name? Demar- Demaritz Johnson. Dearness Johnson, not a US He Ernest is Johnson, ridiculous. Right. So yeah. even though even with and Chun- just like Josh I-
4: McCown should start over Jay Cutler.
2: <laughs> they, they they need Ryan. Oh, to- fuck uh,
0: out <laughs> okay, I think we've covered everybody <laughs> but me. This is one of my favorite games of the week, ladies and gentlemen. The Cleveland Browns have announced that they are going to go ahead and bring in Ryan Fitzpatrick this week for a start. I'm kidding. Steve. They are not. I'm kidding. I just said, I just, shut up. Four
4: four forty-four picks and five touchdowns. <laughs> they, yeah.
0: Anyway, I like Cleveland today getting the points. I'm especially getting the two and a half points on the road. They're not favorite. They're getting two and a half. It might even go up to three points. The total in this game is 47. Uh I'm kind of tossing it up here, and I like Cleveland in the over, but I am going to give out the over 47. That's what I really like because Mm -hmm. it is a division game. I think there's going to be a lot of points scored in this game. Definitely go ahead and play the over. And for people that are wondering how good is Cincinnati, they lost to the Jets last week. That's all I'm going to tell you. The defense, let me tell you something. The offense is a juggernaut. Cincinnati is two offensive linemen away from being one of the best, if not the best offense in all of the AFC. That's even over the Kansas City Chiefs, but they don't have the linemen to do that. But that defense is atrocious. It really is pretty bad. To the next game, we're going to go to the Chargers at Philly. Chargers are minus two. Totals 49 and a half. This could be a trap game. I'm going to go to Fat Mike Mm -hmm. real quick.
4: Yeah, like like you said, Harry, this is a trap game. I do not like this game, especially with the way Philly's been putting up points on offense with Jalen Hurts. I know that they're a little banged up, especially in the running back position. It, 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 it's a tough game. It really is. I do not like this game. I wouldn't bet this game, but like I said, gun in my mouth earlier, Chargers need a comeback win here, especially after losing the last couple of weeks. They need a big win. This is where they can write their ship again in the AFC West and get their ship back on the get get their train back on the tracks. I would take San Diego, and what, you, what's the over/under on this? Forty-seven. No,
0: forty-nine take... and a half. Forty-nine and a half. I'm mm. sorry.
4: I'm going to take San Diego and the under in this game. Yeah, I think it's going to be a defensive battle in this game.
0: Okay. How about you, Stephen?
7: Yeah, I, I agree with that, Mike. I'm going to. The- I actually initially wanted to say El Paso yeah. because, I, just you know, in the words of Deion Sanders, "Ain't nobody care." But uh, I'm, I'm just telling you, I, I'm not. I'm not too sure about Justin Herbert. He seems to have lost some confidence. But that Mike's right. They need to win this game, and because they need to win it, I would take. I would take Charges plus the under.
0: Michael D'Angelo.
6: I mean, Is- I I'm in Texas with with some family members that I'm sure I lost along the way. And, um, but from a fantasy standpoint, I like Jalen Hurts in this. I think he's going to have to scramble a lot. I think he's going to get a lot of rushing yards in this game. Um, but what's Justin Herbert made of? Like, I mean, the game last week, you know, not his best performance. So I think he needs to turn it
1: up. But, um, I think Jalen Hurts is going to have a good day on the ground. That's all I got. Who
0: am I missing here? Peter Blake?
1: Yeah, I like the Chargers in this game. Justin Herbert, exactly. You got to come back, you got to have a comeback win. I think this Charger team is ready for it. I'm not so sure about this Philly offense with Jalen Hurts, but I do know they have a decent defense, so I'm going to go with the under favoring the Chargers.
0: And ladies and gentlemen, this is my game of the week. Mm. Both hands, both feet, shove it in. I will redeem myself for anybody that's lost money the past two weeks. Bet the Chargers minus two on the road. I never take road favorites as a game of the week. This one I am. Philadelphia's defense is very banged up right now. The Chargers need this win this week. This is very important. Philadelphia is playing for no reason. Okay, let's just get this out of the way. Chargers don't travel very well. I think the first half might be a little bit closer, but in the second half, I think the Chargers defense is really going to come together. I think they're going to get a hold of Jalen Hurts, and I think they're going to create multiple turnovers in this game. Wow. And I really honestly think that the Chargers absolutely crush this team. Why it's only two? It smells like a trap game. It generally is a trap game. It is not a trap game. Everybody's enamored by Philadelphia for the same reasons that you're hearing on this panel. But I am telling you right now, the San Diego Chargers, the Los Angeles Chargers, or wherever the hell they're at, they are definitely a game of the week this week. And uh I have I I have to bring someone in for the last three games because I want to ask him some questions about hockey. He is the man with the plan. He's the red rifle himself. Mr. Steven Glasgow knows exactly who I'm talking about.
4: Oh, oh fucking snowshoes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Andrew Fulbert, the man with the plan from hey. Canada. What's happening, Mr. Steve? Mr. Andrew?
8: How we all doing tonight besides Mr. Fat Mike's fucking block <laughs> absolutely blowing themselves behind the screen? Hey, scenes.
4: listen, listen, listen. No, we just had some listen, guys. Listen. We, we had, had a, a guy blowing another guy, ass, guy. All right, Jesus, fucking. What the hell world. did
8: you do? What did you do? <laughs> <laughs>
4: You Wait, caused I, all this. I didn't this. do anything. Now Patrick Kane and
8: Jonathan Taze are going to have to go the rest of their whole damn career having to wonder, are we getting our names rubbed off in the Stanley Cup? Good job, Matt, Mike.
0: You can't Good say like, rubbed off.
4: Listen, yeah. Way, way to be a pervert, Andrew. Oh, Colbert, we can't. Your do, fucking oh, there's that we can say on this show. Hey, Andrew, this, is a,
7: rubbing off.
2: This, this is a clean show.
7: Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, oh, no. You tell you a clean show. I'm going to show you how... I'm gonna tell you guys how 14 years old Mike. I am. When Harry went big screen and he said both hands, both feet shove him in. I started laughing. I'm <laughs> I did sorry, I just started <laughs> <Yeah>. laughing. <laughs> exactly? Andrew? Andrew? Andrew?
8: By the way, fat Mike, All how long actually in. have All you in. been? I miss you, buddy. And <laughs> and Mike, no, no, hold on, hold on. Let me take a moment. Mr. Peter Blake, how the fuck have you been, buddy? <laughs> I'm good, man. How you doing? Oh man, I am just bad, off bad. of work. My camera doesn't want to fucking focus or do anything right. Just we like look good. everything. Ah! Ah! Jesus. Yeah. You're still Canadian. It's Canada here. Oh, no. I'm sorry. Let me fix all this. Canada. Your igloo
4: doesn't look like an igloo.
8: I do live Harry. in an igloo. What the hell are you talking about? It's <laughs> melting as we speak. Here, I really you got to get really
0: here in Canada. Like Troy <laughs> says, I thought this was a family show. You, you fucking it's thought wrong, Troy Polamalicist.
4: Troy shit
2: Oh, Troy... Yeah.
0: Facebook. Awesome. I love this damn show. You guys are the shit. Bravo. Yeah, bravo. <laughs> Nine. Nine. <laughs> bravo.
4: Oh my God. <laughs>
0: Okay, Andrew, you just you just came in. We only got up like four more games to go, and then I'd like to touch on a few things. We'll spend a few minutes because truly that's why I wanted you to come on the show because you are the hockey expert. You're about the only one that I actually know besides Mike, but you really, really are a hockey expert around the National Hockey League. No no pun intended, Mr. Peter Blake, but when when, when these guys grow up laying on ice, okay, trust me, yeah. they, they, they know there's hockey.
7: ain't shit, shit else to do up there, bro i know How you not. better know it's hockey either, it's either that or <laughs> field. what the fuck do you want him to do up
4: there <laughs> I, I uh, uh, where the
8: hell am i gonna find seal up here dude we can't even find
4: money <laughs> Like what the hell? Our government go. got us like fucking seal, so you can get some money. That's your point. That's the we can't do whole thing that. If we kill
8: the seal, we got to give three quarters back to the land. We got to give three quarters back to the damn prime minister because
4: he well, loves his lover. Seven, now you're seven eighths, six eighths deep. I don't know what the fuck to tell and, you.
8: Exactly. <laughs> See, you understand my problem.
0: So let me ask you a question: Is hey, it going to be six? It's that, it's that damn on.
4: currency. It's that
7: is that is that six
0: <laughs> eighths deep on a Harry Peter?
7: Oh,
4: oh, 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 oh. It's okay.
0: Michael D'Angelo's in the middle,
4: yes, <laughs> I think he
6: he liked, It's not like a good spot to be right. in. like yes! like that, yes. Gravity, it's just angles, gravity, it doesn't work for me.
7: All right, anyway. he's all about the sandwich, baby. He's all about the sandwich.
2: <laughs>
0: Anyway, my game of the week was the San Diego. I'm sorry, was the LA Chargers, whatever they're out in California, minus two against the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, let's talk about Mr. Aaron. I'm so sick. Rogers.
7: <laughs> That's messed up.
0: They're at Green Bay. I <laughs>
6: love Aaron Rodgers.
0: Oh, everybody awesome. knows how much I just absolutely adore that. <laughs> Man.
2: Okay. Okay.
0: Aaron Rodgers. List Green Bay Packers with Jordan Love are going to be going to Kansas City facing Patrick Mahomes, who's not really playing that well. That offense isn't playing that well. Total in the game is 52 and a half points, and Kansas City is minus seven. Mr. Andrew Faubert, who do you like
8: and why? <sighs> This is a weird one because honestly, we do not know what Jordan Love is going to be. And as stupid as that sound, the kid has been sitting in this system for two years. We don't know if he's literally the hidden unicorn that Patrick Mahomes was. But also at the same time, the, the Chiefs are the Chiefs, right? The Chiefs are the Chiefs. So essentially, this should be an easy win. But what I got, I got the Packers at plus five and a half because... A quarterback in the New York Jets made everybody lose money, so who knows? Maybe a guy who can (laughs) show a little love on the field can possibly do it. But, I mean, it's a good team versus a good team. I'm not sold on it. I don't even want to touch this game personally, but if I had a gun to my head, let's see what Jordan loves about, but I don't think he's winning. Give me the five and a half.
7: Perfect, Steven. Can I go next? Can I? Yes. I'm taking the Packers, but I'm taking the under. If Aaron Rodgers was playing, I'd be taking the over. And the reason why I'm taking the under is because it doesn't matter that Jordan Love is the quarterback. Because Kansas City's D-line is made of paper mache And what's the day, Jones? Jones is a beast, baby. Jones is going to be running the ball a lot. So they're not going to need to depend on, on Jay Love. They're going to be depending on Jones to run the ball. And... Casey's going to be playing the Ole game the entire time. Because, like I said, their D-line is made of paper.
0: Michael, I President got Trump, who do you like in this game and why?
6: We're going to take Kansas City on this one. Because yeah. Matt LaFleur is more like Matt LaFleur. And he's about to lose it all. Okay, he's one of the best coaches, statistically speaking. No, but yeah, all seriousness, uh, I, I, Matt LaFleur, uh, he has one of the best records, I think, within the first three seasons of his NFL career, uh, which is great. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers. Let's see what he's really made of here. So I think it's going to be really interesting to see. I hope Kansas City breaks the, or beats the breaks off the freaking Green Bay Packers. Their defense sucks, but I want Mahomes <laughs> to be Mahomes and just absolutely lie. it's going to be a high scoring game. He will be. I think. It will be, it's going be a good scoring game. Yeah, this this is this is my I'm I'm in on this game. Um so I'm taking Kansas City just because of uh I oh I just want to see Green Bay eat dirt.
0: Perfect. Fat Mike.
4: Kansas City needs a statement win here, especially after showing up a couple weeks in a row with a horseshit defense and this could be a statement win for the Kansas City Chiefs, and I'll tell you why. We all know Jordan Love is unproven. Why not make him throw the ball? They're going to gear up on the running game of Jamal Williams and gear up on the running game of – um. let me out here. What's that running back's name up there?
8: Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones, Aaron Jones. thank you.
4: Thank you. They're going to gear up on the running game up there, and they're going to focus on that and make Jordan Love try and beat them. I think Kansas City wins this game outright – by at least 10 points, I think Patrick Mahomes comes out here and fucking whoops that ass this week. I really do. Peter.
1: Yeah, I like a shootout in this game because both defenses are atrocious. Even though you have a quarterback (laughs) and a Jordan Love, Kansas City can't stop anybody. I fell for it. I thought it was going to be a blowout against the Giants. It wasn't. Kansas City has some (laughs) big-time problems in this game. It'll favor Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. They're going to win in a blowout, but it's going to be a lot closer than people think.
0: That was actually one of the few games I actually got right last week where the New York Giants actually covering the points against Kansas City. Because if everybody remembers, I said, why and what has Kansas City done this year to warrant themselves to be such a large favorite against even a college team? Right. They've turned the ball over more than anybody in the National Football League but this game is going to be a game. They're going to get it right. The defense is going to play a little bit better. It's going to be a lot easier to try to defend a team. That's not going to pass the ball as much because they are going to rely on a heavy run game. Cause trust me, Matt LaFleur wants to run the football first. Okay. It is Aaron Rodgers that audibles into passing situations that are not obvious passing downs. Okay. And he does that quite, quite frequently. well, They're not going to do it for the first start, okay? And he's going to have to follow the instructions. They're going to play everything kind of close to the vest. So this is why I like the under in this game, and I like it a lot because I don't think that Green Bay Packers are going to be putting up a ton of points in this game. I think when you take a mediocre defense at best, and I'm probably giving it a little bit more credit than I should for Kansas City, but this defense is mediocre at best. But when you make another team one-dimensional, It's a little easier to defend, and I think everybody in this panel and everybody who's actually watching would agree with me on this. So with that being said, I think that's going to play right into Patrick Mahomes' hands. This is a game I kind of like a parlay in. I like Kansas City in the under. However, if you don't like my pick and you want to bet Green Bay, if you have Green Bay covering this game, bet the over. But I think this game is going to be pretty one-sided I think Kansas City is going to score a ton of points, and I just don't think Green Bay is going to do it. So this is one of my better games. I kind of like – not kind of. I actually like Kansas City and the under, and I like the under even a lot more. Wow. Let's get to the next game. Um, That's Arizona at the San Francisco 49ers. Jimmy Garoppolo looked a lot better. Another game that I got correctly, I took San Francisco last week. Uh, against the Chicago Bears I thought that San Francisco was an absolute lock to go ahead and cover them points because I did see a couple of holes in the Bears defense I'm not going to get into a tangent talking about Akeem Hicks and 90 Goldman they're not just playing up to their potential they're not playing period and when you don't have Khalil Mack on the left end of it it's going to be very difficult okay had they had one or two of those players back I honestly think this could have been different Everybody's enamored right now with what the Chicago Bears are doing with Justin Fields. I am not one of those people. The man should be sitting. However, he is coming into his own. He is a better pocket passer than I gave him credit for. He's looking a lot better that way. But the man's an absolute stud when it comes to running around with the football. But this week, the Chicago Bears don't play. The San Francisco 49ers took it to the Arizona Cardinals last time. This game's in San Francisco, and San Francisco is a a two-and-a-half-point favorite this week against the Arizona Cardinals. And I'm going to go ahead and give out the pick first on here. I like Arizona in this game, getting the two-and-a-half points. I am not a believer in the San Francisco 49ers. I don't bet with my heart. Never bet the same team sometimes two weeks in a row unless it's a streak. San Francisco really didn't do anything to, you know, to make me super impressed. They caught a very 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 bad week for the Chicago Bear defense. And we all knew in our hearts, who our Chicago fans knew that this defense is not going to be playing very well. Eddie Jackson went out in that game very early.
4: Thank fucking God.
0: And and you know and and they just kept you know going on and on and on. But anyway, I'm going to go ahead and give that pick out. I do like Arizona getting to two and a half points. I'm going to take this right to Stephen Glasker. first. Stephen, who do you like and why?
7: My heart would prefer San Francisco win this game because I just like to see. I like for us to stay in that competitive first seed race with uh, Arizona. But my head says Arizona. I'm you. I don't trust San Francisco at all. That one matter for Jimmy or Trey Lance. I don't trust. Him.
0: Perfect. Andrew Faubert.
8: Kyler and D Hop are apparently not going to be playing on Sunday. So yeah. I am leaning towards taking the 49ers on this, especially in a division game when the top tier dogs aren't playing. I think I'll take San Francisco just because they got less top tier injuries. So and plus it's only two and a half. So Michael. I mean, let's just be. Let's let's call it what it is, right? Like the Chicago
6: Bears got lucky when they when they played the teams that they beat, and they're the worst team in the NFL. And uh, in San Francisco <laughs> barely beat them. So you know I'm just...
0: that was enough of Michael D'Angelo.
6: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: so who do you like, right? jokes, that just
6: was Just joking. Uh,
0: I
1: I like Arizona here. Uh, I like Arizona here. On the...
0: That was perfect, Peter Blake.
1: I mean, if Kyler Murray and D-Hop are not playing in this game, then I don't know how you go. I need
0: to them. clarify something. I'll be surprised if DeAndre Hopkins misses this game. He doesn't miss football games. He is dinged up. Bet on it. He's playing. I'm going to go over on that one.
1: All right. I mean, if they're playing, then I'm taking Arizona. I'm just not sure, but their mm-hmm. injury situation has been bad. I mean, J.J. Watt, that's a critical injury on defense. Really opened some things up for Chandler Jones. Now the pressure is on, and then they lose to Green Bay, a close game, which I thought they could have won, but some really critical turnovers by Kyler Murray showing that he's still a young quarterback and maybe not necessarily the MVP of the league yet. I still like Arizona in this game on the context that Murray and D-Hop are going to play in it.
0: Thank you very much, Fat Mike.
4: San Fran all day on this game. San Fran all day on this game. I like Kyler Murray. I like DeAndre Hopkins. With the injury bug floating around the Arizona Cardinals, though, I can't help but take San Francisco in this game. Not only does San Francisco win this game, but they also have Kittle coming back this week. Yep. I think Kittle has a couple catches making doing what Kittle does. He does a yeah. good thing. And I really love Mike Shanahan's offensive scheme, especially when it's division. The dude is a fucking stud. He knows how to beat intradivision games. He knows how to win those games. I'm taking the 49ers in this game.
0: And Facebook uses says, "I called him my name's Anthony, but I go by Tony." Talk to Fat Mike and Harry and Herb. I really appreciate your shows, Bear Down Boys. How you doing, Thanks, Anthony? Buddy. Thanks for so much for tuning in,
4: Anthony oh Tony. God. You're the man. And
0: yes,
2: Harry, I bet. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Turn that shit off. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking bear down. More like drown down. That fucking team sucks.
0: Here we go, guys. Tennessee. The Titans, the Mighty Titans, who was really, really, really starting to look like world beaters with uh with Henry back there, who is out now for the season, if I'm not mistaken, with a foot injury. Yeah, yeah. Uh yep. they are going and traveling to Matthew Stafford and the LA Rams. And the Rams are seven-point favorites and the total's
2: 52
0: and a half. Who wants to take this one? Quick and easy.
4: Let's start. Rams over. Hello, Mikey. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I like this. I like the Tennessee Titans to cover. Okay, Adrian. Cool. Pe- I really do. I think Adrian Peterson's gonna have a fucking day. I think he's gonna end up the year with a thousand what? yards and ten touchdowns. <laughs> Adrian Peterson, baby, all day, all day, all day. Adrian Peterson. I fucking love that guy. Hold on. And, uh,
0: and and Harry the Greek wants to tell you that these opinions that are expressed the on the over under do not have any effect of 1252 sports.
2: Yeah.
4: Yeah. I want to tell you that Fat Mike has had a few oh, yeah. drinks. He's a little under yep. the weather right now. No, honestly, I I do like Tennessee to cover this game. Uh the Rams defense, uh, I get Von Miller's coming coming in here from Denver. I get that you have Leonard Floyd, you know, it's Leonard Floyd. You're not going to sell me on that fucking pile of dog shit. Um, And you, you uh, you also have Jalen Ramsey. Okay, exactly. Thank you. That's exactly Leonard Floyd. He's a fucking wet. So the next one
0: we're going to bring in,
4: Mr. Peter Blake. Who do you like here?
0: Peter, Tennessee's getting seven at the Rams. Rams are favored by seven. Totals 52 and a half. Who do you like and why quick?
1: I like the Rams. I like the Rams in this game. I mean, the loss of Derrick Henry is going to be true. It's, just, it's going to be critical for the Titans. So, And the Rams right now, they're hot. They got Von Miller. Everything is going in the right direction. And watch the Rams and the Titan game be close. But I still like the Rams.
0: Senor Mikal.
1: Yeah. I, I'm going to take the Rams here.
6: Hey,
2: <laughs>
6: hey, hey, you hey, Hey, I like, I like AD, AP, and I think, I think Fat Mike's been watching a little too much Good Morning Football. He's partnering up there with Kyle Brant on the whole uh, hype who train the there. First off, who, who the, the fuck is Kyle Brant?
4: Hold on, <laughs> time out, time out. Bring him in it. here. Who the fuck is Kyle Brant? I don't even know who this guy is.
6: Good morning, fo- it's all Good Morning Football.
4: I don't get and, this. Uh,
6: but hey. I, I love uh, I love the Rams here just for the simple fact of the Rams offense just, I mean, they are blowing it up. And um, so, yeah, I, I got go to right
0: Talk here. about blowing things up again. <laughs>
4: that cream ale, baby. <laughs>
0: the cream ale. <laughs> Andrew, <laughs> you have oh, missed. Know,
4: they're you, going honestly, though, for, to, to Michael's point, I, I I can honestly see Tyler Higby having a fucking monster day. For the Rams offense okay. this week, especially against the soft defense. Higby is the he, he is that guy that can fucking absolutely murder you in that middle secondary, like that, that middle, that middle part of the defense. Higby is a fucking beast. He's
1: and Cooper Cup, I mean, let's face it, uh, fantasy wise, he's one of the best wide receivers yeah. in the he league. is the best wide receiver uh, in football right yeah. now. Huh? Nobody talks about him. That's a guy that'll kill you. The Titans—they're very questionable in that back end. They were in the yep. offseason, and they still are. Yep.
4: So. And then last year, what was it? What was the stat Latcher? They could they, they It was like trying to fucking pull teeth for them to try and stop a third down conversion. that right. that, that defense is terrible out there in in, in Tennessee. Yeah. It could be one of those games where you could see Tyler Higby with eleven receptions and fucking 109 yards and two tutties. You know, so it could be one is, of those games where you just absolutely I'm starting him in fantasy. You should. I mean, if you don't, you're an ass bag.
0: Andrew <laughs> Fulbear. I mean,
4: I. Besides the fact that Fat Mike is, you know,
8: drinking a little bit, I do actually agree with him about the Tennessee Titans covering. Uh, they're they're coming to their own on offense. This is going to be a game where there's going to be a lot of scoring. I do think, but. I don't think Tennessee wins. I do think Tennessee can cover though. I mean it's it's plus seven. It went I do believe at one point it was about like plus five and a half, plus six, at least yep. what I think. Um and yeah, that's just that's too much. That's too much for me. That's Tennessee might make this a three-point game. Uh and but not necessarily say as close as you think. It might be a three-point game at the end of the game. Kind of like what the Jets were doing last night when they were Coming back, and I almost caught the back end of that spread. So
7: garbage time, yeah. Garbage.
4: Even Glasgow,
7: yeah. I uh, I like the Rams in this game because the Rams have essentially mortgaged the, uh, literally mortgaged their entire future mm-hmm. to win been now. Been the
4: last seven years.
7: They, 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 but I mean they they don't have any first round picks for the next thirteen years or something. I don't know. But they they oh. they mortgaged everything to win now. Um, I I love AP. I just don't think he's going to be at the biggest game in the world in this, in this particular game. I, I love you, Fat Mike, but I don't see it. Oh, and by the way, Fat Mike, I dig that fuck you guitar art in the background, bro. That's what I'm talking about. Oh,
4: thanks, bro. Appreciate it, bro.
0: Have I missed anybody here of importance?
4: Adrian Peterson wow. is a fucking... Oh,
0: hang on. I think I missed Peter, <laughs> didn't I? No, you did I... miss <laughs> Peter. We no, already I... went? No, oh, everybody already went. All right. Here we go. One of my Are we top six fucking of the week. shit
4: show that is the Bears game yet? Yeah, I'm talking about <laughs> that one.
2: <laughs>
4: I should probably log off for this game, honestly. Oh I'm god, gonna go Peter, bananas. you gotta stop, Peter.
2: Oh my god.
4: Oh, that one Tennessee's bad. at the Rams.
0: The Rams are seven-point favorites in this game. No Derrick Henry, as I was alluding to from before. Adrian Peterson could have a really good game. He's been out of football for the whole year. He hasn't really toted the football. Uh, it's really going to expose Tennessee's offense in this game. Their defense is not as bad as what people think it is. Um, they're going to have some success for about maybe two minutes in this game. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna tell you right now, the game is gonna go under. Tennessee's getting blown. It's totals 52 and a half of the under and the- I didn't cover seven, which takes us to Monday night, which is and uh, Mike is on this game. We're playing the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh Montgomery is has been seen, and if I'm not mistaken, he's practicing. Um I, I'm not sure if he's actually practicing or not, but they say he might be able to play this week, and I'm not sure they really want him to. Uh, Khalil Herbert's doing an extraordinary job with it. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, the self-proclaimed defensive lineman by the last name of Watt is not playing in this game from what I understand. I haven't had 100% confirmation. Right oh. now, Pittsburgh is minus six. The totals 38 and a half. I think Chicago puts up 24 points in this You're game. So You're your make, fucking mind. <laughs> you make your own determination on whether or not this game goes over or under or not. And I am going to go ahead and and ignore Mr. Mike and his demeanor there. Have him drink another vodka and no soda water and go to Andrew Faubert.
8: Hey, so, sorry, I was actually just looking for this game because I was laughing hard here. Chicago's playing... uh a second Chicago playing again
0: the Pittsburgh Steelers they're getting six points at Pittsburgh so TJ Watt
8: so first things first me and you had a conversation a while back on your show and I actually had talked about Khalil Herbert and you had stopped me mid-conversation you're like how the fuck do you even know who Khalil Herbert is I remember that this is a reason why people when it comes to fantasy dynasty guys will always know about those sixth and seventh round running backs and stuff like that who will hold value to you guys so Remember those guys going into next year's draft. Keep them in mind. That is the best trick for you going into fantasy. That being said, whether or not he gets in, doesn't matter. Like, say for David Montgomery. Justin Fields, in my honest opinion, could have a little bit of a field day here. And it's kind of funny because that's his last name. The Bears, (laughs) I said on my show on North Sports Dynasty, I actually have faith in them. Now, I'm not trying to be a homer to Harry or to Fat Mike or to anybody here. I actually have faith in what the Chicago Bears could eventually be. When their left tackle that they drafted comes back in, not a single person is going to be able to come in and start touching Justin Fields, at least from his side. And he's going to hold the people accountable because he has that type of personality.
0: Shut up, Fat Mike.
8: The Bears the in Bears <laughs> this game against the Steelers, this could be Justin Fields, say, Rose Bowl. This could be his NCAA championship game. This could be, this could be the game where he could finally take out someone like Ben Roethlisberger. They they're depleted on the wide receiver core, So What's people your Venmo will obviously number? use that. <laughs> but the thing is, is the Chicago Bears have talent. Allen Robinson has to get paid in the offseason somehow and Justin Fields is going to find them. Darnell Mooney is starting to become the number one. Allen Robinson can leave. They can draft another guy. This team is starting to get into the groove. The defense, the offseason is a different story, but when it comes to this game, because they're getting the six and a half, that extra half allows me to enjoy it just a little bit more because I think this game could be a little bit of a scrambler and be around the four to five point mark. So I'll take the Chicago Bears at six and a half.
0: Thank you very much. Appreciate it. That was really good. Steven?
7: I want to take Chicago. I really do. No, you but don't. I can't. <laughs> I can't, bro. I just well, I don't good. trust their defense. I don't trust their defense. And somebody needs some gas ads. I'm just saying. That's but, uh, Peter Blake.
0: That's good. Appreciate the comment there. Michael? <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, kind of kind of feeding
6: off what Andrew was saying there. Um, one, I hate the Steelers. I just You just don't know what you're going to get with the Steelers. I mean, they're run games, clicking – but other than that, like, I'm, I'm going with the Bears because I think they have a spark. I think Justin Fields is, is starting to get a little bit more settled in. He looked decent against San Fran. So, I mean, there's a lot of upside there. And um, I think Fat Mike's just trying to trick himself out
1: of hope.
0: <laughs> Perfect. Peter Blake.
1: Yeah, don't be teased by it. Matt Nagy has no idea how to use Justin Fields. I have no confidence at
2: all. I don't care if J.J.
1: Watt or his brothers playing in this game or not. That offensive line is completely atrocious. I like the Pittsburgh Steelers in the under.
0: Okay, okay. Fat Mike, 30
4: seconds or less you, oh, you <laughs> I see what you did there I see what you did there listen guys hey, hold on get me off the fucking full screen a second is it really 30 seconds or less no go ahead All right, because this fucking team sucks guys Playing <laughs> right. I don't know I, Andrew, Michael oh, no. whatever the fuck you're it. talking about this spark it has to be a fucking, uh, I don't know where the fuck, what fucking games you're watching because there's it no happened. fucking spark with this offense. It with oh, it's offense. my time. It's my time. <laughs> All right? It's my time to fucking talk here, Mr. Canada. All right? All right? This fucking team sucks. Plain and simple. There is no fucking spark. I've seen better sparks in a fucking battery part butt plug than this fucking offense <laughs> <in this> and fucking <laughs> defense. This team sucks. Matt Nagy couldn't coach himself out of a fucking wet paper bag. Justin Fields and this Justin Fields, I like Justin Fields. I'm not gonna knock the guy, all right. But this offensive line is fucking one ply, bud. It's one ply. That's, that's they the run biggest. the ball. Hold hey, on, Mike. They run the ball. Andrew forbear That's a big Canada reference. One ply, bud. One yeah, ply. Yeah, yeah, buddy. That. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> buddy. <laughs> Let's get real here. Right. Yeah. Robinson, Alan Robinson can't fucking get open. Cole Komet's a fucking piece of Dog shit. He could. He couldn't create separation if he fucking tried. All right. The best receiver we got is Darnell Mooney, and it's obvious at this point that Justin Fields is looking this guy down. Let's get me started on the fucking defense, boys. Let's get me started on that defense. Eddie Goldman does not want to play football. He does not want to play football. That guy is a fucking. He's a mush melon. All right. Exactly, Exactly what he is. All right. The other guy, the other guy next to him, Akeem Hicks, fucking muffin top is what, that's what Mongo McGregor call him. He's a muffin top. He's soft up top. He's softer than puffy shit, guys. It's exactly what he is. He's injury prone and he fucking blows. He's never on the goddamn field. <laughs> Leo Mack, not fucking playing this weekend. Thank fucking God that Eddie Jackson is on the fucking field because that guy couldn't tackle anything. He fucking sucks. I know Michael fucking D'Angelo. I'm over 30. You can eat a big bag of dicks. I don't care. All right? Fuck you. I don't care. This fucking Chicago Bears team is one of the worst fucking teams. I'm tired of being a fucking Chicago Bear fan. Right now, I'm slamming shit all over my goddamn office. You weigh it down. The defense, the Pittsburgh Steelers is better. The special teams, the Pittsburgh Steelers are better. And when it comes down to fucking coaching, when it comes down to coaching, Mike Tomlin could fucking coach Three hundred and sixty-five days a year against Matt Nagy go three hundred and sixty-five and all. Mike, it's almost. Mike, it's almost sucks. like you should fuck this guy. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs>
6: it's
8: almost like you should own your own talk show in Chicago. Is
0: it is 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 it my turn yet?
8: Well, see, I just I wanted to ask though, quick. When sure, Matt Nagy... sure sure.
0: Are you sure you want to do this? No, I do.
8: No, 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 no. I, I'll go I, anytime with Fat Mike. I, I, got, I got. I'm good. Who who is the coach that stepped in when Matt Nagy had COVID there? My did,
4: headphones were off. What oh, sorry. Who, who
8: who was the coach that stepped in for Matt Nagy uh, when he had COVID there?
4: This uh, does it fucking matter? Who cares? I
8: I, I just the wanted to know because the, the spark that you're talking about happened when Matt Nagy wasn't even in the fucking damn. Yeah, but. I was
4: hoping that he would fucking develop pneumonia and double lung pneumonia and fucking croak at <laughs> the hotel that he was at.
8: Now here's <laughs> the thing, though. Here's the thing. Justin Fields, there's a reason why scouts do this all the time, right? Justin Fields, one of the reasons why he was dropping is because he doesn't necessarily get along with people who doesn't, in his words, from what we've heard, depending on who you believe, he doesn't respect coaches who cannot get on his level when it comes to football IQ. A little cocky, totally understand that, but we've also seen this as you know arrogance, but I see it as something to maybe look at going forward.
0: Well, you know, Jay Cutler was the same way, and that was well known. Exactly, Because the guy had an IQ of football that was just off the charts. Peyton Manning
8: had the same thing. Josh McCallan has had the same thing. Some of these guys just have a football IQ that is just a little bit more than some of these other guys who just have pure talent. So what I'm thinking is this spark that happened when Justin Fields played really, really good is when Matt Nagy, again, wasn't even in the fucking town. He had to stay home. He had to not even be part of the damn game plan. And that's what I think is going to be the contributing factor going forward. You got another draft coming up, you, you, you know. You, you don't not, have
4: a first rounder,
8: but there's some there's picks, or sorry, there's picks that be, can be acclaimed and gotten by some. some of these defensive players that are still under contract. Who obviously, what the fuck are you going to say get this, for
4: Akeem Hicks, hold there, up, hold Andrew? On, hold on.
8: You They're, could the defense that you have is still oh. bad, respectively, but also still has good talent to it.
0: They're okay. not a bad defense. Andrew, I'm Andrew, go, I, I got, got one I question for you. I'm cut point, to cut in the ball. Before I, we
4: get in here, Harry, I say where is this of, talent that wait, you wait, see wait. on the defense? Sorry, where is this talent that you see on the defense besides they're banged Roquan up right Smith? now, Mike? They, I mean, they're, I, yeah. they're banged up right now. What else do you want to do? Banged Adam up was off
0: for a year. Harry, You're right. Harry, I've been they, upset with them. Harry, key Hicks for the entire time. Akeem Hicks is on the other end of his pendulum. He's still playing yes. with a very, very high motor when he's able to play in the game. Khalil Mack has tried to rough it out with that with that bad ankle. Motor of a
8: fucking now that's CC's what I was gonna bring bike. up. The first round pick <laughs> that you talk about that you don't have. I do have a weird feeling that your GM is looking at Khalil Mack in the offseason that he could possibly either get two seconds for, like no what way. happened with Von Miller, no or man. you're getting a first round pick from a bad fact, from a good team. Brian
1: Case will not be the next general manager of the Chicago Bears. He will be fired. And I agree. And he will be
8: fired. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. The
1: next Hang on. May Someone
0: be- has a question for the Greek. Pig Dog, Video 2001. Thanks for very much for tuning I in. Harry, Michigan State dog. is only two and a half points versus Purdue. What am I missing? Does this seem like an ass kicking? Question. And this is what I don't know. Someone on the panel needs to tell me, is this game in Purdue or is this it? Or is it in Michigan? Purdue. It is at Purdue, and Michigan State is a a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Well, Pig Dog Video 2001, you are absolutely correct. Michigan State is supposed to absolutely beat the brakes off this team, but there's a reason why it's two-and-a-half points. Stay away from the game. If this game goes to two or three, go ahead and bet Michigan State. But if it stays at two-and-a-half, this now falls under the 88% rule. 88% 88% of the time, the home team will win. Andrew, I think you were trying to go over that with Rick, I think, on the show on Wednesday night on the uh, against the spread. But that's, that's exactly what, what he means. That. When the road team is a two-and-a-half-point favorite, the day of the game, if you cannot bet the home team, stay away from the play. It's generally a trap game. So that's the best I can honestly give for you. Uh, let me go through here because we already covered the games. Michael, you've been a trooper, bro. I'm sure you want to go ahead go ahead and get a Sunday on a Friday. Why don't you tell everybody where they can find you? Yeah, hey
6: guys. Uh well Harry, great to see you again, man. Great to see everybody. This was this was fun. Uh thanks for having fun. me. Uh great to meet you. Mike, fucking love you, dude. Um, Andrew, love you, Steven. We gotta talk some more, man. Harry, you've been a blessing. Um, catch me um catch me anytime Harry invites me on. And uh, and on social media, Papito the Cuban, uh, catch me anywhere on there. And-
0: Deuces, my brother. You take care of yourself, Mike. Much love, man. Hey, while these clowns are staying cold up there here in about a couple of months, you and I will be in our backyard making some barbecue, hanging by the pool, and we'll be doing a show pregame. We're going to love it. Hey. You take care of yourself.
7: Hey, before, before you let Michael go, I just wanted to let you guys know that y'all He's can frozen. find me Oh Well, I just wanted to let you know, y'all can find me at Mike D'Angelo's house holding the camera on Sunday.
4: <laughs>
0: see you, Michael. Take care of yourself, bro. <laughs> oh, no!
7: That means oh, somebody's giving you. a blow
4: job while he's recording. Oh, my
0: God. <laughs> <laughs> my, 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 Michael's my boy. All right. Let me see here. I, I, I got
8: to say boy- this. Do you, do you think I wouldn't be barbecuing in Canada if it still was blizzarding? Like, are, are you, you kidding me? I'd have my there. house fucking, code.
4: Why do you barbecue up there?
8: A fucking steak? Thank you very Hell much.
4: On. They don't Elk, no.
8: caribou, deer, mountain yeah, exactly. lion. There you go. Get, I, got a, more more I got a question for you. What that does carib-
4: Is barbecue barbecue any good,
0: Andrew?
8: By not my favorite meat up here. Definitely, I would go with a moose. And if you haven't tried moose meat, oh my goodness! See, what did I?
4: Did I not just fucking say that this guy's barbecuing moose? Look at this. Oh, well, I like guy. moose knuckles. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's a good oh, one. Oh man, oh man, fat
0: Mike. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and let you go because I know you have a Sunday to go on a Friday.
4: <sighs> Tell all right, where guys, they can you guys find can you. follow me over at 12th to sports Chicago. Follow us here all at 12th to sports Chicago at fat Mike Chicago. Thanks for having me on, guys. Steven, Peter, yes. Andrew, Michael, thank you guys so much for letting me be a part of this night. Sorry if I ruined things. And now my oh, night's God. ruined because we had to talk about the fucking Chicago Bears. So I'm going <laughs> to go in the living room and blow my fucking brains out on the couch. And thanks to you guys. I appreciate it. Hey, go it. have a creamy, fat Mike. Talk to you later, go bro. <laughs> I'm, going to, I'm going to. Everybody, that was just
0: the Fat Mike himself. Awesome, awesome individual. Great. All right. Well, we're down to th- four people here. Stephen. I know you had to drop your girlfriend off. So, do you want a creamy fat mic or do you want a Sunday over? At-
7: uh, actually, I'm going to head back over there. I'm going to head back over there and get a creamy fat mic. So, I'm there good. There you go. But, there uh- you go.
0: <laughs> Tell everybody where they can find you, brother.
7: Hey, Eric. Thank you, man. I'll, you know, I love you, bro. Love the show. Tonight was hilarious. It was a great show. Uh, as for me, you guys can find me at my uh, butt's report on the Miss Mayhem Show. In fact, tomorrow night at 9 Eastern. Uh, it's gonna be a great show. We're looking forward to it. We're gonna have a great time. We're gonna talk about the last games and we we'll talk about the games. Well, the last game with the Bucks, which was ri- ridiculous. And then we'll talk about the games coming up this
0: week. Without question, hey man, I really appreciate it. If you haven't had a chance, definitely go to Bucks Report. Definitely go out and check out the mystery at Mayhem. You got the pretty girl there with the TR. She knows a lot about She's great. You She's take great. care of yourself. Okay, guys. Thanks, brother. Appreciate you. See you, Steven. Thanks for coming on. Have a good one, Steve. Now, this is what I've waited for. We're going to switch gears. We're going to get away from the gambling aspect of things. I want to talk to two people that know so much about hockey, it'll make my head spin. Without getting indicting, what are the ramifications, and I'm going to start with you, Peter, that you think are going to happen to the Chicago Blackhawks for what happened back in 2010 and 11.
1: I mean, already they have been, what, charged $2 million? But still, I mean, with this culture going on, you would think there's going to be some more fines, some questions about if you take these players off the cup or not. But at the end of the day, this is a big-time black eye for the National Hockey League and Gary Bettman. Honestly, I don't think there's going to be anything that's going to happen anymore. They've already fired coaches. They've already fired team personnel. You've already been fined. Honestly, at the end of the day, it's going to be a PR nightmare that's going to happen for the Blackhawks in the NHL.
0: What do you think, Andrew?
8: See, here, here's the main thing that really irritates me just as a hockey fan. Like, I, I didn't play hockey up here. And I know a lot of people think that's weird and stuff. If you don't have money here in Canada, you're not playing hockey. That's just the way it is. And if you're not born into it, you're not playing hockey. And that's kind of where this advantage is being taken in hockey. Is your kids are being left to the trusted hands of adults that you are trusting because of the nature of the game that has just existed throughout these years? The Chicago Blackhawks and you know I came on a little you know heavy it was just because I love Fat Mike. The Chicago Blackhawks have an issue here, and it's not because of the organization ownership doesn't necessarily have anything to do with this. If they didn't know this all involves the player personnel, like the coaches and everything like that. This goes so far because of what happened that we have to look at some of the other punishments that have happened. We look at the Phoenix coyotes losing a first round draft choice because they brought in players for a draft process that, essentially was because of some COVID restrictions that were going on. The GM who is only three years older than me is now basically blacklisted from the NHL because of doing this. And the Phoenix coyotes lost a very prominent player in this draft last year. So all of a sudden, I'm oh, sorry. And they were also fined a million dollars. We look at, you know, the New Jersey devils and a couple of these other teams that, you know, certain situations have happened just because of player stuff. And we're looking at what the Chicago Blackhawks have to deal with now, and we're just saying that's okay. And I just mean as a hockey fan. So I I, I, have think a, it's okay.
0: I have a question and I want to interject to what you were saying. Of course. Um I don't see them losing draft picks, and I don't see how that is going to rectify this. I agree. And and and, and what I'm gonna say, I don't see how they can do that. You or even fine them. No. Okay. Because
5: mm-hmm.
0: look, coaches coach. Is coach players play yep very unfortunate what happened to the young man and it's not proven yet okay and it's more than likely true more than likely i I don't know this to be true but these are the alleged crimes that you know that that were committed and the harassment that happens and and let me tell you something it happens in all sports so if you only think that this has happened with the chicago blackhawks it's probably not the case Mm -hmm. okay and how this guy ended up getting through. Now, Shane, the NHL is the one that should be responsible here. NHLPA. Because this man had a job and has already been, and if I'm not mistaken, had already been charged with lewd activities prior to the Chicago Blackhawks. So who dropped the ball? Was it the Blackhawks not doing their HR correctly and doing the investigation on what their background's going to be like? Is it the NHL itself? For not for allowing player uh for allowing coaches like this to even be able to get involved.
1: It's both. I mean, and to me, it stems down from the organization right. at the end of the day. That that's where it starts. People saying, Well, it's on coaches, and they, the organization knew, and it smells funny because it seems like they wanted to, you know, kind of sweep it underneath the rug because of all the greatness of the Blackhawks. And I get it, you have that mo that momentum at that point winning Stanley cups, but this definitely starts from that organization from the top to the bottom. Honestly, Look,
0: that year in that group of team with Duncan Keith, Jonathan Taves, Patrick Kane, I can just go on and on and on and on. It was right, one yeah, of the
8: Brent Seabrook. Yeah,
0: yeah. It was one of the best assembled team Marion Hosa. I mean, it was probably yep. one of the best assembled teams ever in They're hockey. Great. I'm not kidding you. Yep. That team could skate backwards faster than any team that year could skate forward. They had a great goalie, but they had one bad apple on the team. And shame on the people that knew about this. Shame on Stan Bowman. Shame on the head on, on the head coach, okay, mm-hmm. for not bringing this to light. And immediately, immediately, and I mean immediately, discharging that man and bringing charges to him and allow a young man allegedly to go through what he did Now, these are my opinions. This is not 1252's opinions or anybody else's opinions here. This is my opinion. If it was true, the coaches should have been held responsible. So for the NHL to do anything to this organization as a whole is only hurting the fan base. The fan base didn't do this.
8: No. No, The players
0: didn't do this. Certain coaches did it. Mm. Certain people, anybody that had knowledge of it should be held accountable to the fullest extent of the law. Mm. My opinion, not the organization, not the players, not the fans, and the commissioner from the National Hockey League for allowing Mm. this man to even have a job in the National Hockey League especially if he had a previous background and no one did their due diligence to get him in
8: don't forget kyle yelch the leader of the nhlpa for the last how long who also knew about this and tried to sweep it under the rug so that gary bettman and the other guy who i you know fat guy there um but he it just <laughs> the reason why it's hard and again i to the whole draft pick thing, I know that that's not going to happen. I, I also agree, though.
0: No, this, but it probably can happen. That's the whole thing because they're going to, they're going to, they're going to, ha- Andrew. They're going to have to do something. They have and to impose yeah. some sort of a heavy penalty and say, "Look, we made it right, but
8: did you?" Mm-hmm. But that, and that's the thing. So you, you, you put the, you put an organization in a, in a, a pickle. I guess you would say like that, mm-hmm. um because some of the fans, even some of these fans right now, I just going on social media and seeing some of the, the these comments towards chicago blackhawk fans like oh so all chicago blackhawk fans are just you know diddler fans like let you gotta be kidding me right no, just like it, stop. no and, and that's the problem though just like all buffalo bill fans are not murderers just like all baltimore ravens fans aren't you know kicking women and stuff like that and pregnant women that that's not what these fan bases are they're there stereotypes that exist around certain fan bases this does not need to be a looming thing over the Blackhawks fan base or its players. I, and I'm one of those people who does agree that this is going to be one of those really bad stains on Patrick uh, Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taze only because of the timing and when it was. Even if they didn't know. And I am in agreement that maybe uh, – I'm starting to come around to maybe there was some way that none of these players knew because we three know – that when you're in a winning mentality, and I mean a winning mentality, you got millions of dollars in endorsements and your kids, your family, and millions of fans around the world. And that pressure on the last time you won a Stanley Cup was before that, I believe it was 1962 and or 1963. And the Chicago Blackhawks did not do very good for all those years. So all of a sudden, when the pressure is coming down, even if something like that were to exist, it's not that it's being ignored. It's not that it's being filtered out. It's a winning mentality and a winning drive by the players is different than the coaches. It is on the coaches to address the hell out of that. And it does suck for them if they are in that winning mentality. But that's where you have to come out of for body for a second as that coach, as that player personnel or whatever it is and accept and deal with this issue while allowing your assistant coaches and the other people that are around you, the team that you've built, to then help out the players and let them continue on. But that didn't happen, and that's the problem. and That's the reason why Joel Quenville has now lost his job, let and me, even he's going to have his tarnish.
0: Let me ask you a question. Of course. This is not anything that I know. This is just a hypothetical question. mm uh-huh. You said it could tarnish Jonathan Taves, Patrick Kane, even Marion Hosa Duncan Keith,
7: all mm-hmm. of
8: them.
0: How do we know that these guys were never approached?
8: And that's, Wait that's a minute. the thing.
0: How do we know these guys were never approached?
8: Mm-hmm.
0: They were, look, man, for all intents and purposes, they were babies, man. Mm-hmm. You're talking about late teenagers, early 20s. Mm-hmm. And for people that don't know what it's like to be, sexually harassed, whether you're male or female, at a very young age, it could be very, very daunting to a person's mentality. Hands down. And you don't know how to handle it. And their only escape was to play hockey. And I'm not saying that this kind of stuff happened, okay? But it's not fair for people to tarnish players' names that May have, may not have known anything about it. But that's our society. Not. That's our society at yeah, this point. Because Patrick really. Kane and Jonathan Taves right. are still, to this day, two of the better players in the entire National Hockey League. Yeah, so right. if you want to go ahead and tarnish this team a little bit more, you just might as well just break it up completely because now you've wasted so much talent. It's not even funny. Yeah. Okay. I mean, l- l- let's be honest.
1: Right. And to and that,
0: besides, that was 11 years ago i know it's never always too late right but how much of a hand are you going to slap they're talking about this more than what's happening with deshaun watson Mm. i'm going to throw that out there okay the deshaun watson thing everybody's enamored on what team he's going to get picked up by nobody's talking about the charges that are out there and the allegations
1: 22 allegations harry and and uh andrew i mean to me it should be talked about more but You know, going back to our culture or whatever it is, uh, uh, cancel culture, you know, goes back to John Gruden, right? With the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, no matter what they did, anytime you talk about John Gruden, that Super Bowl team, there's always going to be that discussion of what did he email? What did he say? And it's going to affect that team, unfortunately. And in the same case here with the Chicago Blackhawks, people are going to wonder if these players knew about it. Obviously, somewhat the the coaches knew about it. So you're just always going to look at this team differently. Unfortunately, that's the way society is. That's the way it is these days. One mistake and you're done. And, And honestly, this is a really, really serious mistake on the organization's part and also the NHL. And once again, if they knew about this and failed to act, which is what you come to find out, that's not a good look. That's not a good optic.
0: Without question. Fat Mike chimes in and says, what happened with the Blackhawks will tarnish that team for years to come. That could be. Fat Mike also says, the problem is, is that when and if you break this team up now, the value for these guys have never been lower. I don't agree with that. You, you're still going to get paramount for Jonathan Taves, and you're going to get paramount, especially for Patrick Kane, especially oh. to a contending team.
8: Patrick Kane, I would agree with that for sure. Johnny, Taves now, is coming
0: off the injuries right now.
8: Exactly. Though I do, and I'm, I'm hoping the hockey gods will allow it. That if for some reason, and I'm not even talking about like what happened with the organization, I'm saying that the inevitability of say Pittsburgh is coming, where Malkin or Crosby got to go. <laughs> one, one of you guys eventually has to go. That's the reality that some of these teams have. I mean, it was the same thing in Boston: Chara or Marshawn's got to go. Chara left it's the the old age it's the the guys of back in the day when it comes to the chicago blackhawks if for some odd reason jonathan Taze has to leave the captaincy and go to a different team please put him on his home team of the winnipeg jets because man would they absolutely love to have him on the ice in a jets jersey for at least a year
0: absolutely you know what we're going to go ahead and conclude that part of it and we're going to end that andrew take a minute tell everybody where they can find you buddy
8: Uh, You can find me tomorrow morning. I'm going to be doing a little fantasy football update and just talking, actually, a little bit of hockey here Um, uh, tomorrow on North Sports Dynasty with my co-host Alex Lucemore, where I'm going to pick at him for go green because his Michigan stuck and his Michigan sucks. Uh, And his Detroit Lions suck, but he knows that. Uh, And that's just the way it is. Uh, And then you can catch me on uh, live from the cheap seats on Sunday night, where we're just going to be talking about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and how this season has been going, how we're looking, what we're looking towards the future and taking some of these questions and some of these concerns that some of these fans are having and really just breaking it down. And then you can check me on Wednesday for against the spread. I'm all over the place here, guys.
0: Andrew, I really appreciate you coming on, man. That was really cool. Maybe we can have you on a couple of times a month. I really like talking, especially because on this particular platform, they do like to talk a little bit about b-ball, not your big part of your game, but I definitely know you know your hockey. And, uh, you know, thanks for the kind words, especially about the Blackhawks, because we all know that you're a huge, huge, huge Detroit Red Red Wing fan. But you know what? You also know right from wrong. Oh, yeah you know that's just the way it was Andrew thank you so much for coming on I appreciate you coming on the over under
8: good to see both of you again Peter it is awesome to see you again buddy man it's been a pleasure as always I will be popping on again here with you guys soon because I do enjoy having both of you guys on here, sounds
1: so. good big boards. good to see you again
0: this is big board you take good. care man
8: two daddies boys have a good night
1: you all right man. man wow
0: pretty interesting show
1: Yeah, I would say so. I mean, Fat Mike uh, is the highlight for me. I I love that guy. He makes me laugh the whole time. Fat
0: Mike is awesome.
1: I was crying. He's cursing, and I just I love it. I mean, not that I don't like being serious, but I feel like there's sometimes we kind of take ourselves a little bit too seriously. You have a long week. It's always good to laugh with some friends, and that's what we did here tonight.
0: You want to stay on with me until I end it, or do you want me to go ahead and uh, just let you go? Because what I'm going to do is just recap exactly what we have.
1: Yeah, recap it, and then we'll end it off for the night.
0: Houston and Miami is an El Paso game. Buffalo at the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm going to tell you now, I do like Jacksonville. Very small. Very, 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 very small. So make a small position. Raiders and Giants, go to Texas. Paso. Atlanta at the New Orleans Saints. I definitely like the over 41 If you want to get creative, go ahead and take Atlanta on the uh, getting the six, six and a half points. Cause I'm going to tell you right now, it even might go to seven. If it does, bet Atlanta. If not, just bet the over 41 and a half. Denver at the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas is minus nine and a half. I like the under 49 and a half because I actually believe that Denver's going to play defense. We don't know this, the situation on what's going on in Dallas right now with Dak Prescott. Ezekiel Elliott is not the same running back that he was. But I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to be a tougher game than people think. I do not lay I, I do not like laying nine and a half points. So play the under 49 and a half. Minnesota at Baltimore. Baltimore's minus six points against the Minnesota Vikings. The total in this game is 49 and a half. I think Minnesota's going to put up 24 points minimum. I think Baltimore does beat them. I love the over 49 and a half. New England's minus two and a half at Carolina. There's your 88% rule, ladies and gentlemen. If it's still two and a half at game time, bet Carolina. I'm not doing it. That's not the game I'm giving out, but I am giving you over 41 points in that game. Take advantage of it. Cleveland getting two and a half points at Cincinnati. Cleveland should be able to cover this game getting two and a half, but that's not what I'm giving. I'm giving again another over, over 47. The Chargers at the Philadelphia Eagles. The Chargers are minus two. It's one of my games of the week go ahead and lay the 2 points. Chargers are just absolutely going to just beat this team up. The total is 49 and a half. There's no play there, but I like the Chargers minus 2. Green Bay Packers are at Kansas City without Mr. Aaron Rodgers who has COVID. Kansas City's minus 7. Patrick Mahomes will get it done. This team is not playing very well. The total is 52 and a half. Kansas City's defense is going to play much better in this game because they're not going to be able to pass the ball on Green Bay as much. So therefore, Green Bay is going to be a little bit more one-dimensional. They're going to try to chew up a lot of time, so play the under 52-and-a-half. Arizona at San Francisco. San Francisco's two-and-a-half-point favorites in 45. I kind of like Arizona on a small position. Take Arizona on the road getting two-and-a-half points. Tennessee at the Rams. The Rams are minus seven at home. Tennessee, new running game right now, and if you think Adrian Peterson's your answer, try again. He hasn't ran the ball for the entire year, and there's a reason why he's not on an NFL roster. This was purely desperation. The total's 52 and a half. Ryan Tannehill's going to get exposed in this game. The Rams are going to create multiple turnovers. Lay the seven points like you were drinking a beer. The Chicago Bears at the Pittsburgh Steelers, the total's 38 and a half points. Pittsburgh's minus six. David Montgomery may play in this game. Chicago is going to be able to run the game efficiently on this game. I think their defense is going to play a lot better. TJ Watt is going to be a game time decision, possibly not going to be playing this game. I do like Chicago getting the six points, but if you wait long enough, you might get them seven, seven and a half. Peter, I just went through all the games.
1: I know. And there's a lot of great games uh, this week. So definitely tune in and we'll be back next week to uh, uh, give you your betting fix.
0: Without question. Peter, tell everybody where they can find you.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's the evolution of Sports Talk Television. It's the Sports Web live on Monday and Wednesdays at 9 o'clock on I Love St. Pete. And of course, we'll be back here on the over-under on 1252 Sports at 9 o'clock on Friday night. Do three things for me. Bring your passion. Bring your excitement. Just don't bring any nonsense. I'm your host, Peter Blank, giving you something to think about
0: absolutely we see you guys next friday evening thank you so much for tuning in the over under nine o'clock eastern eight o'clock your time in chicago i'm harry the greek i'm your host we'll see you next week thank you so much